Hello and welcome to Cutting Through the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. Uh, I'm Ben. I'm joined as always by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. Today we're, we're going back to the uh, we're going back to the movies because it was Mike's pick and he decided he, we, we want, he wanted to watch a film. <laughs> and uh, it's The Matrix, uh, 1999, uh, by the Wachowski brothers at the time. Not Children of the Matrix by David Icke. <laughs> no. I wasted my time reading this book. <laughs> yes, you did. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, well. He does mention the film, so I'm sure it will come in handy. Um, so I, I'm sure my week of research wasn't completely wasted. Uh, did you watch The me? Matrix? Ah. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't find a free version of it. I, I wondered if this was going to come up. Um, I can only find it for £3.50 on Amazon to rent and... Frankly, I'm, I'm far too cheap for that. Um, but I have seen it many times. So, uh, and uh, I'm, I've proved previously, many occasions, I have a very strong memory. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I don't do anything to diminish my memory whatsoever. No, so, no. I'm, you're, you're a known teetotaler. I am. So, so Silence of the Lambs. What were your opinions? <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> right. Sorry. Let's talk serious. Um, Let's do some film reviewing. So, The Matrix, starring Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie-Anne Moss and Hugo Weaving, and done by, at the time, the Rakowski brothers, who are now not known as the Rakowskis. But we do have some weird news. Sisters. Are they this actually known as the Wachowski well, sisters? No, so, just no, the yeah. IMDb just attributed to the Wachowskis. Because yeah. one was a boy and one was a girl anyway, weren't they? I originally. Know. I thought they were both boys. Yeah, well, I there was thought a... one was a girl originally. Oh, maybe then, if you know other... And then one turned into a girl. Possibly. I don't know, I didn't research this. Right, well, it doesn't mean that anyway. <laughs> it's still related to the film. I do, have, I do have a couple of bits of weird news, actually. Before, oh, yes. Before we, we launch straight sorry, into guys. it. I, I, I felt... Because I'd sort of said we were doing the Matrix, I felt compelled then to say that who was in it. Ah, okay. So, yeah. so I didn't want to, they I in the news? They are not. Oh. Although I've never seen Carrie Ann Moss in anything else apart from the Matrix films. Is she Trinity? Yeah. Uh, I've seen her in a few things. I, I could look on the internet movie database like an actual journalist if you would like me to. Yeah, well, we'll go into that at some point. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah oops, when yeah. we get there. Would you like me to start with um, a secret Nazi base or a Russian man? <laughs> fucking Nazi base they, Nazis <laughs> they found a secret Nazi base in the Arctic Russian scientists have found it and uh, it's perfectly preserved the ice is preserved it. there's still bunkers and bullets loads of relics probably a couple of portraits of Hitler I thought you were going to say pornos for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know. Why. Um, you know, was Hitler in pornos? <laughs> Probably. Hey, he was an art if student. Did, if he, he wanted looked. to be. I think got him into some dodgy shit. <laughs> you mean that cross-dressing cocaine addict? I bet Goering had some dodgy shits with all the things he did to his arsehole. Christ. Allegedly. Uh, yeah, so, allegedly. No, wait, fuck it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, come on. It doesn't have to be a Tell me Goering here. Come on. When it's a Nazi. 
You know what I mean? Um, Plays yeah. a mean guitar, Hitler. <laughs> Spoilers for the Red Dwarf season. It's just um, been on. Is it finished now? Can I watch it? Mm, it is funny that we predicted something that was going to happen in the series, though, in one of our episodes. Did we? We were talking about having a rock-off against Hitler in the war room oh, and him right. noodling away on his guitar before yeah. the Red Dwarf show came out. We are prophets. Oh, for fuck's sake. I wish we were making one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that mean that we can start a cult now? Oh, don't tease me. I'm honest. This is a cult. If you've listened to more than one episode of this, I'm sorry, but you're in the cult. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Join uh, us. Yep, um, Boys yeah. from the Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's got a nice ring to it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to help us attract ladies in the pub, but... Hey, we're the boys from the apocalypse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it would take ages to read on a t-shirt. It's not a lot yeah, there. You were struggling to read it off my t-shirt <laughs> just over there a few yeah. episodes ago. <laughs> exactly, so... <laughs> well, we're not known for our snappy names. <laughs> no, we're not. We've probably got the longest, most complicated, unrolling off the tongue name, but it's very descriptive. It's you know it's so bad actually that I mispronounce it a lot. As <laughs> <laughs> we're in the Matrix today, I'll tell you where I got cutting through the ball from. So oh. a podcast called Cutting Through the Matrix. Ah. So that's where that was. That name was sort of borrowed oh, from. Oh my God! It's all so come. it all comes round. And, and I think there's going to be an apocalypse. That's where I got that. Bit <laughs> <of> <laughs> I was searching for the uh, philosopher Alan Watts. Is it? I don't know. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Alan Watts, Alan Watts. Uh, I think it's Alan Watts. And uh, I thought, oh, there's a podcast here. Alan Watt. And it's just some some uh, some guy in Canada just spouting madness, but it, it's, it's quite good. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> well, for those of you that are into philosophy out there, look up Alan. Alan! <laughs> what's on the what? <laughs> so, this Nazi secret base that's yeah. been found... Are there pho- is there photographic evidence? Of yeah, the, was the, it a story? No, it, it was a story. There was a picture of the pictures of the base. It was um, it was a tactical weather station. The part the scientists who were stationed there were poisoned by po- polar bear meat. <laughs> Come again? <laughs> the, the scientists who were there doing yeah. this tactical weather stuff. Right. I presume that's like from the Nazi base. From the Nazi the, base the in the Arctic. Right. Right. They okay. were taken off in 1944 by U-boat because they'd had loads of people going downhill after eating polar bear meat. I don't know if polar bear meat is good for you or not. I presume it probably is. Well, it's just a bad batch. Yeah, eat it. Yes, most eat it. What do think they eat? I thought they seals and that. Oh. Seals and fish. That's why they spend all that time fishing through holes in the ice. You did not cook this <laughs> polar bear meat correctly, and now we are all sick, and we have to be sent back. It is so disgusting with you. But I have never had to cook polar bear before. You know, poor guy. Poor bear. Well, yeah, he probably got shot for that, though, didn't he? Whoever was responsible for that. Yeah, and, uh, off the edge of the U-boat, probably. Mm. He got his own back. And uh, and I would apologise for my dodgy German accent to any Germans, but let me hear your English accent. I bet it's quite dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, the thing with this place is that because it's um, in such a remote location that um, they think it was um, supposedly, uh, potentially and allegedly used in the pursuit of ancient relics. You remember when we went through the Nazis and the occult? Of course. So maybe the, the Nazis thought there was something under Antarctica, possibly. That's where their Stargate was, possibly. Yeah, something like that. That's where the spaceships landed, where the teleportation uh, was directed to. Um, so very technical like here. 
allegedly. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know, we've only just found the base, slowly but surely. Yeah. Uh, Do you hear about the um, the Russian man? What he had to say? No, no, is it he's Russian. Been, yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> oh um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <coughs> struggle the name. Go for it, Ben. Russian man, Boris Kipyanov. Oh shit! Can you sing it like a reggae song? <laughs> no. <laughs> Boris Kipyanovich. Oh, buzzer. Fantastic. 20 years old from Volgograd, has baffled scientists since his childhood with his superintelligence. He claimed he lived on the war-ravaged red planet of Mars before being reborn to a human mother. Interesting. Yeah, apparently he is properly clever. Well, he is, like, incredibly intelligent. Good universities on Mars, are there? I don't know. Um, but apparently his mother knew there was something about him but because he'd speak after a few months and he was reading, drawing and painting at one and a half. Speak after a few months? Yeah. Oh, fuck, like what? I don't Mama. know. <laughs> Dada. Dada. Yeah, oh my God, he's speaking. Oh, it's guys a fucking genius from Mars. <laughs> but he, he would talk about Mars when he was a kid and he, he told them it still has life but it was ravaged with nuclear war. I used to talk about the Ninja Turtles when I was a kid. I didn't come from a fucking sewer. <laughs> <laughs> or did you? <laughs> I've come in a sewer. No, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> Uh, well, I yeah. don't know. I mean, he's also said, though, hang on, because this goes back oh, to last sorry. week, <laughs> that there's a, hu a huge secret hidden in the Great Pyramid. Remember last week we yeah. spoke about the, uh, the massive thing? And then he also, plain size but, hole. but he also said the, the Sphinx can also be opened. There's an opening mechanism behind the ear, but he doesn't quite remember where. Is this a man or a boy? I thought it was a boy. No, this is a man. Okay. He's 20 now. Oh, he's 29. Yeah. But he is apparently incredibly intelligent, which makes you wonder why he's just right. doing this for the laugh. And he discovered the secret Nazi base? No, he didn't. Oh, no. shit, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Some Russians did find the Nazi base, though, so it's kind of uh, connected. Right. That's, uh, see, that's where I was confused. I'm not a complete moron. And there's a, that's a, a lot of Russian connection this week. I'd like to point out I have not been contacted by anyone <laughs> in, in, the, in, the Mos in the Moscow Politburo. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a paid show for Putin anymore. Have you been visited by any... Agents in sunglasses and suits. No. And Disappointingly, no. Rhythmically and monotone. <laughs> no. Mr. Carter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're computers, mate. <laughs> I was plugging the USB for the podcast. For the podcast. That's it. That's it. That's as technical as I get. Yeah, that's it. That's, and that's the, that's the week in weird news because I've got wow. a shitload on the Matrix. Um, wow, I don't know what to make. The, the, the Russian kid, uh, lad. I thought he discovered a Nazi thing, so I was going to give him some credit, but uh, <laughs> uh, no. I'd like to. I will, when I get home, Google and have a look at this secret base, so that's quite interesting. I hope they do find a, uh, a landing. Beer, a landing. Um, uh, oh! oh! Make a noise, man. It doesn't matter, it's on. It's so picked up by the microphone. It's, you owe, you owe beer. Mike's phone went oh. off, everybody. It wasn't me. <laughs> and then you tried to, <laughs> tried to hide it. tried to hide it. And it was the worst attempt because Gaz already pointed it out. Oh, he pointed it out. Yeah. <laughs> and then you I you saw it light up and then you flipped it over. <laughs> you are the Louis Suarez of... <laughs> trying to hide your mobile phone. Louis Suarez? Yeah, well, you remember Louis Suarez? Oh, it's a famous one. He was a bit of a diver, Juan Suarez. Mm. Well, he, got, he made it, he got took out. 
Went down in a heap, rolled over, blah, blah, blah. Ah, I see. Advantage was given. Liverpool had actually... Someone had hooked <coughs> on to the loose ball. And within three seconds of him realising that play had gone on and he could be through on goal, he was up and running on the zone tomorrow. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the Matrix. I've got a bit of weird news if you want it. Oh, go on then. I remember this week. Hey. Um, this kind of is a bit of weird news. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. First one... Police the same man hiding python in his pants. Fantastic. <laughs> How did they find me? <laughs> I've been arrested for that before. <laughs> but I didn't have a snake. Police in the southwestern city of Darmstadt said the 19-year-old was detained on Tuesday night after a loud argument with another man disturbed residents. They said he was searched and officers noticed a significant bulge in his trousers. Also something people have noticed about me. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a python in your pants, man. <laughs> That's what I'm told. Your pants. <laughs> just pistol see me. Can you do that accent? Oh shit, your... it's a python! <laughs> Can you do that accent? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know why my German is so camp and gay, but it I just think is. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's a... It's a na- I think it's a nationality thing. <laughs> I think it's because we're British and we won. <laughs> we have to then mock them further when yeah, we do Yeah, it doesn't actions. help when they call their mobile phones handies. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's true, yeah. Like, this is my handy. Oh, this is my handy. Yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are kind of verging into casual races from here, gentlemen. That's, that's <laughs> well, we're allowed European on Europeans, okay, isn't it? I, I don't Not know. Loud. No. Not in this day and age. Am I dying? I don't know. World War One and Two didn't seem to go so well. <laughs> well, you know, we've moved on from that, haven't we? Well, I suppose Brexit. I'll just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stick to the jokes <laughs> and the silly voices. Sorry, go on there. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. What happened to this one. young man? What happened to him? What happened to him? Oh, I've closed the link now. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> And that, dear listener, is the level of expertise and professionalism and informative you can expect from us. If you want to find out more, just search uh, Python in your pants. No, don't, German Python. You were going to get some dodgy links. Well, let's just assume that he was arrested and the snake was... The snake was released, uh, given a home in wherever reptiles live. No, it was shot in the back of the head. Otherwise, it's a really tough shot. <laughs> it would actually, yeah. it? You'd put your foot on its tail, I suppose. Uh, I don't know. It was probably thrown in a bin or something, wasn't it? <laughs> Just dropped back into the sewer. For <laughs> <laughs> free. You got this far, kid. I'm given to a Jewish child. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I went there. It was a joke. Come on. <laughs> That's how comedy works. Oh. Please send your complaints to... Okay, since we're moving on... (laughs) (laughs) All complaints can be sent to the other two. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, what's happened, Mike? Okay, drive-through funeral services launch in Japan offering grief on the go. Wow. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Grief on the go, that's fucking KFC well, drive-thru. You see, if, if someone the one wow. perk of the one the one perk of, of having someone die that you know, right, is that you'll get a day off from work at the funeral, isn't it? In the McDonald's is next door, <laughs> so afterwards they you have a big Mac. <laughs> How does it work? Right, so if I can just if I go, Oh by the way, boss, I need um you know, mm. Uncle Jeffrey's dead. Yeah. I need a day off for the funeral. 
So right. you're suggesting so like, you get it done very quickly. Yeah, I'm, I'm suggesting... And have the rest of your day off to enjoy yourself. No, no. What I'm suggesting on. is that if there's drive-by funerals now, right. they'll say, well, you only have drive-by. Drive-by happens. That's what caused the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a drive-through funeral... Well, drive-by funeral, they just <laughs> driving past 20 miles an hour, <laughs> sling the dead body out the window. <laughs> That's what I thought. This one. <laughs> That's honestly what I thought. And what else is a drive-in? Okay, like, the firm claims that the drive-through service is a fierce in Japan, with a rapidly aging population means funerals are anything but a dying train. Oh, no. <laughs> That's their slogan. That was first yeah, of my. Be. That was first of my Jew joke. Oh, oh no. Older the, people elder, Elderly mourners can register their names on a touchscreen tablet. No, they fucking can't. <laughs> Imagine how hyperactive and insane he is. But he's right on the side. He does look. 
oddly aroused as well. <laughs> he, does, he does in that picture. He looks like he's drinking petrol and humping the bike at the same time. Okay, I've got one more. I don't know if you can tap that. Face of bearded Jesus spotted on a fish, which now has streams of fans queuing up to pose for selfies with it. Oh, for fuck's sake. And this is in Greater Manchester in, in the UK? Oh, for fuck's sake. Helen Barlow was visiting a garden centre in Greater Manchester when she noticed the carp, now dubbed the son of carp. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> oh. Go on, I want to see the picture of this. Oh. What? I can't see. I, I'm not seeing it. <laughs> I don't see Jesus on the fish. I can see what looks like pareidolia on the fish. I see the ginger moustache if that's a fish. It, it, look like it, look, it looks more like Mr. T to me. Well, yeah. Anyway, that's the weird news. Wow. Yeah, so please well, go. Done, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. You should do the news every week. Yeah, and there you go. Uh, wow. And we've learned that you can drink. Petrol, I guess, in small amounts. I'm not dying. No, it does kill you. Do you think oh, that, like, maybe, like... No, no, it didn't say, but it, it does say that humans, you know, there's been mm. cases of humans drinking petrol. And right. it causes burns. and it I can imagine, yeah. yeah. And makes you incredibly flammable. I imagine there's that element as well. Yeah. You wouldn't go near an open open flame, would you? You wouldn't light your farts, no. <laughs> that could be a right disaster. <laughs> so... Shall we talk about the 1990 what year? 1999. Bloody hell, I'm old. 1999, the year we left school, I believe. It was. Movie extravaganza, The Matrix. Uh, I was hoping that it would change filmmaking a lot more than filmmaking has changed in a way. Mm. Well, I saw. I mean, this was a groundbreaking film. Right, I mean, and practical effects as well, because we were speaking. Me and Mike were speaking last night about the following two. Mm. Which the CGI looks because it's early two thousand. Very ropey and looks looks a bit shit. Mm. Looks like a video game. In it does. And um, the early start, the Star Wars prequels suffered had the same problem. The fact they use mm. a lot of CGI and it just does not hold up. Yeah. So I think this is one of the reasons this film does hold up is because there wasn't that much CGI. They could spend the extra money on it and make it look half decent. It it's a very good looking movie. Um, that's what put me off part. Two and why I haven't seen part three was the the just such obviousness of the CGI, particularly that scene where he's fighting shed loads of them. It's right at the end. It just looks. Oh, it looks like yeah. a PlayStation Two. Yeah, it does. It's bad. <laughs> you know what I think? Um, of, have they ever gone back and re redone that and like done a reissue or something? No, I'm not, not that. Sure. Not maybe that would be an idea. Go and spend redo the CGI and then uh, re-release them. Uh, anyway, sorry. Yeah. So, um, how do we so, wanna... so, so, so I go through <coughs> sort of basic plot synopsis of the film. Yes. And you two can chime in with mm. stuff. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing? Yeah. To be Why fair, if you haven't film? seen it, what are you doing? Second of all, go and watch it and then come back and listen yeah. to this. Because I'll give you a spoiler alert now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, there you go. Spoiler alert. We're talking about this, so um, you should have seen it. It's 1999 for God's sake. Yeah, we left school. How many years ago was that? Uh, years ago. Jesus Christ. Wow. Jesus. We've been out of school longer than we were in school. Fucking hell. And I've achieved about as much. <laughs> as you can recall, before we go into the plot synopsis, I'll go for a piss. <laughs> it's going to take a while, it's a long ass film. 
back to it. So start the, the movie starts out with the, the iconic sort of green code scrolling up and down the screen, which is the you show that to anyone now and they go which, Matrix. Which it directly ripped off from the anime uh, Ghost in the Shell. It's like, a brilliant film. It is. We literally, literally ripped those credits mm -hmm. off uh, that green code. Which was a few opening. years earlier, ninety five, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, but they do admit they admit it, that is one of their major uh, sources of um, of inspiration. There's actual direct shots that they've took. Well, it's homage, isn't it? Homage. Am I saying yeah. it right? Homage. Homage. <laughs> Something um, like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see it was a French word. Yeah. Um, like blamange. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I haven't heard that word in so long that made me laugh. Blamange. <laughs> I've totally lost my train. So, yes, they, there are some, um, a lot of similarities to Ghost in the Shell, but I don't think some people on the internet tend to be a bit like, oh, see, look, they ripped it off, they're not original. No, it's it's an homage. That's what you do to the things that influence you, of and like you know. I watch Stranger um, Things. You seen that? No, you know oh, I don't watch anything. Uh, that's one I could get into. It's set in the eighties, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a homage to all the eighties oh. films. It's the Goonies, E.T., Aliens. Nice. Alright. And it's a bit weird, isn't okay. it? Like Ghostbusters, it's, it's like a lot. And weird stuff right. happens. Yeah. Well, it's called yeah, Stranger There's a bit where, in the second one, spoiler, where spoiler. the soldiers are down, uh, sort of like hunting the aliens, mm -hmm. there's all Ooh. the mist about, and they've got the, the lights on the guns, and one of the guys says, Stay frosty, people. Oh, it's sweet. Just taken straight from aliens. That's oh, what you do, awesome. you homage yes. to the films yeah. so Shall I tell you what the Matrix Code actually is? Uh, okay. It actually means something. Okay. It's just a list of sushi recipes. No, no way. Okay. okay. That's what comes on the screen as a sushi recipes. But in binary yeah. or something. In Japanese, isn't it? Uh, ah, yeah. Okay. Or in binary. Because obviously I watched it. I, uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. watch it. <laughs> but I can remember. Um, so it's, so it's a list of restaurants. Yeah. So we start with that and we come to Trinity, who is the, the trace, the code is mm. traced and it comes to a phone number and we go to Trinity. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the the freed minds, one of Morpheus's little posse. Mm -hmm. I have wrote as their wanted fugitives or terrorists. They're referred to in the press. So I'll say something about Trinity. I want to know why it's just why if you if you're a wanted terrorist, mm -hmm. surely you would try and remain inconspicuous. These guys don't, do they? She's sure. dressed in leather, yeah. entirely in leather. Yeah. I do get the feeling she was offered the the rain this role. For a backside in leather. Uh, well, they probably did a screen test, I'd imagine. Who knows? This Hollywood sex offending going on, guys. <laughs> well, maybe. It's very sort of cyberpunk goth, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it's, it's it ticks all my boxes. To be perfectly honest, I remember, and I would have been sixteen when I saw this at the cinema. So, uh, yeah, I was right at that age, like whoa. Yeah. Uh, and she's pretty strong and well, very strong, confident, uh, kick ass. Shortish hairy yes. thing going on. She's yeah. quite nice. Yeah. Trinity. And Trinity, because uh, all their names are biblical. Yeah. Somebody told me Trinity's the Father, Son, and the Holy, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. See? I didn't know. Yeah. did facts. Yeah, right. Um, so anyway, it's, it's, she is in the Heart of the City Hotel. Yeah. Right. I've never seen that have any significance, or it's just a really crappy hotel somewhere. And the no police idea. are moving up the staircase. They know she's there. Did you know she's the number? 
she was in? I got Neo's room number. Room number 101 was Neo. Yeah. Mm. Uh, room 303 was Trinity. Ah, uh, and Trinity means three. Ah. Uh, yeah, 303. And is it, isn't that also an error code? Yeah, yes, HTTP, TTP 303. <laughs> I'm on it, fire! Well done, guys. Oh, it is a way to redirect web apps to a new URL. Uh, a uniform resource. I can't read my writing. <laughs> Identifier. But as okay. well, well, the main thing we should take away from this particular scene is that when the police yeah. get in, yeah. she kills a lot of them, yeah. does some really cool martial arts yeah. stuff, runs around the wall, yeah. and then the agent shows yeah. up. I'll just right. miss my point hang on, about this, because the redirecting the web apps, she redirects people to Morpheus oh. to get out of the Matrix. Oh. So that's, that's the error 303 code. There you go. Because uh, Neo's room... The 101 I read. A lot of people think it's a reference to. I thought uh, it was Orwell 1984. But it's also a code thing. Um, oh shit, I should have written it down. Uh, written it down. Um, that's also a coding thing as well, apparently. Or it can be uh, 101. Yeah, it's also the it torture. It means something room. in byrony. By, by, Binary. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not even drinking alcohol. I'm drinking energy drinks today. And, uh, maybe, that's the problem. <laughs> maybe that's the problem. <laughs> it's quite. It's quite. It, if you do, if you take the Orwell 1984, I mean, it's mm. a torture room. Yeah. So I mean, he is in torture, isn't he? Because he mm. he knows something's wrong and he doesn't know what it is. It could go either way. Yeah, I agree. So after she um, leaves the building, down a flight, mm. and then through a flight of stairs, mm. out the window, pursued by an agent, she manages to escape barely through a phone. Oh, yes. A phone box. Yes, a phone box. Remind me, did they get sucked into the phone literally? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, they kind of just a digital construct is that. Ah, yeah, 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 back through because obviously their real self isn't in there. It's lying yeah. down somewhere, isn't it? Or in a chair. Yeah, jacked so, in. So yeah, her digital presence is sucked in the phone. Yeah, right. And then we end up with with Neo, Mister Anderson. We just refer to him as Neo, aren't we? Really, for yeah, the whole show. I was so confused for a long time. I thought hey, the agent was called Agent Anderson. He used to say his name all the time. Yeah, I wonder why people would look at me funny when they saw him at the Matrix. So, he just keeps on saying Mr. Anderson. I thought he kept saying his own name. He announces himself all the time. Mr. Anderson. Everyone in the room. Oh, God, that get annoying. I've got something about his name Thomas A. Anderson. Anderson means son of man. Okay. Okay. Uh, and Thomas is doubting Thomas from the Bible. He wouldn't believe in Christ's resurrection until he sees it with his own eyes. Because this sounds like a sensible chapter. Neo really. is basically Jesus Christ in this film. Yes. And I'll come, we'll come to bits in that where that so proves that point. So this is where we meet Neo. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. He's Keanu Whoa. Reeves. I'm really <laughs> highly emotional right now. <laughs> I'm really angry. <laughs> now I have calmed down significantly. Whoa. Yes. Um. Not known for his fantastic acting, no. he's, he's all right at what he does. He's decent. I mean, I, I get the feeling he is actually Bill from Bill and Ted in reality, and he finds it hard to move out of that. Except he was Ted in Bill and Ted. Ted, sorry, 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 Ted, he was, sorry, you're right. Ted Theodore Logan? Well, 69, dude! <laughs> <laughs> Love those movies. Uh, incidentally, there is rumours of a part three. The, yeah, uh, apparently so production has started, I'd be up for that. I think. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, they were all on board for it, yeah, anyway. I'm down for that. So. I love those two movies. 
Very much so. Because it will be them in the future having made world peace, won't it? Yeah, and I would say with cool. The Matrix, John Wick, and uh, Bill and Ted are my Keanu Reeves movies that I will that I enjoy and watch. And what's the one? Quite an old one, really good action film. Point. Point Break. Point Break. Point break. That's break. it. He's it now, isn't he? Yeah. Am I being confused? Yeah. He is, yeah. Yeah. He's the cop, isn't he? Yeah. Um, That's it, yeah, yeah. Patrick yeah. Swayze is yeah. the, uh, the, th- the thief. Poor old Patrick. Roadhouse. I'll have a swig to Patrick with his. As long as, as long as you're not referring to his role as a well-known paedophile in hey? uh, Dirty Dancing. <laughs> oh, I've never actually watched Dirty Dancing, to be well, honest ne- with you. No, neither have I. All I know is he was a 40-year-old man trying to chat up a 16-year-old. Ah, nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> actually, we do, because we're her parents and you're 40. <laughs> <laughs> and she's and we saw you in that other film, Kicking Men in the Face, <laughs> in a bar. I actually know what, don't mind Roadhouse. <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> oh, my gosh. He's a bem to a bar yeah. and kicks the shit out of people all the time. <laughs> And then he does he get fired and had to get his job back by killing so. some kind of gang like boss. Protecting the bar. Bro. Yeah, Ben. Uh, I, I don't know. Well, last week off air we were talking about watching a what we're going to do for a Christmas episode, and I suggested watching the classic Hulk Hogan vehicle Santa with muscles. <laughs> uh, I was considering sending you the trailer. But I watched the trailer and I was like, Ben won't make it through six seconds of this. <laughs> There's no point even sending it to Why? him. Why? Honestly, you were just like, that is too dog shit for my eyes to ever watch. <laughs> it's one of those, you know how you know a movie is shit? Back in the day, they would literally explain the entire plot of the movie in the three minute thing. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, they're really trying to sell this hard. Like, yeah. He basically gets knocked on the head while he's dressed as Santa, he's a criminal, wakes up, believes he is Santa, goes and punches bad guys. <laughs> Sounds awful. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I'm going to make you two watch it for Christmas. <laughs> so back to Neo, the one. The one, because he can only do one emotion. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I he... hate my life in this <laughs> shitty world. Whoa. <laughs> he's asleep when we first meet him. Oh. Uh, at his computer, he's awoken by the um, the phrases "Wake up, Neo," which pings onto his computer screen. You notice how it says "Wake up, Neo," but he's already awake at that point. And Neo is his computer yeah. hacker name, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not saying "Wake up" from your sleep. oh, wake up, wake up, wake up. No, you see, I'm, yeah, you've, uh, I, I was just watching this as a movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, we're going to get very philosophical then. God damn. And we're going to bring David Icke into it. <laughs> um, the Matrix Has You is the next one. And he's that buddy's, whoa. Wow. Yeah. Awake. <laughs> and then follow the White Rabbit. Which is, of course, a reference to... Um, Alice in Wonderland. There you go. Yeah. Uh, did you know there's a syndrome called Alice in Wonderland syndrome? Oh my god, it sounds <laughs> horrific. Yeah. What's, it, what's involved it's in that? It's a then? neurological condition that affects perception. So what, everything looks like it's trippy and twisted and weird, so, yeah. and you feel sick all the time. He kind of does, Keanu Reeves does look like that, he has that a lot <laughs> Well, <laughs> as this film is all about perception, oh, well, a little link there, so... You can get that heavy into it, 
if you wish. <laughs> Does explain Keanu Reeves' look of complete and utter bewilderment for a lot of the film. That's just his face. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> oh, man. He didn't, look like, he, he didn't look that bewildered in Devil's Advocate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, look closely. It's the same face. <laughs> oh, right. You can only do one. Distracted by Pacino. Um... So these, these bunch of sort of rad, gnarly, goth mm. cyber hackers show up at his door, as they do, and they want some kind of, they mentioned taking drugs, mm-hmm. um, that they're going out, and, and they buy some computer disks from him, because I'm assuming containing some kind of hacking program. And the name of that book is significant, but I it haven't is, written it down. It's, so, it's called Simu... Oh, man, Simula... Simulacra. Simulacra and Simulation. And I thought, mm-hmm. when I got here last night, I was being quite smug. And I said, "Do you get the name of the book, Mike?" And of course, he got the name of the book. And then he went into this. I just went on Wikipedia, found out the basic thesis of it, and went, "Oh, that's interesting." Has Mike read the book? I haven't read it, no. But I imagine you've got a lot of notes about well, it. He did have it. Let, they, the director mm. let, left lying around for the. They made the, the actors. Yeah, yeah, they made them read it. Didn't <laughs> they? I know a bit about it. So, nineteen eighty-one philosophical treatise by Jean. A French philosopher? Yeah. Did he have a black polo neck on? <laughs> Turtleneck, <laughs> sorry. Black turtleneck on. Oh, shot. Okay, it's about yeah. uh, reality, symbols and society, i.e. media and culture, that are involved mm. in constructing an understanding of shared existence. Uh-huh. And this was written quite a long time ago, wasn't it? So it's a little bit... 81. Before its time, you know, with the... Uh, the old social media and yeah. um, screens and stuff. Bulliard claims that our current society has replaced all reality and meaning with symbols and signs and that human experience is a simulation of reality. What well, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, and that's a theory that you, that's quite popular now, isn't it? Um, that we live in a simulation. It is. Elon Musk. I was waiting for someone to go, Elon Musk! Uh, Elon. Elon. Do I win Just it? because he's really clever doesn't mean he, we should you know, admit... You know, oh, yeah, oh, well, Elon, right. you've said in the past, Mike, on this show, well, Elon Musk believes we live in a matrix. Right. Yeah. That's it, Ben. You asked for this. Oh, man. Not the only one, though, the Bank of America. Oh, and the Bank of America. Yeah, yeah let's trust what the Bank of America <laughs> says. You asked for this. I'm waving... A copy of Children of the Matrix, the Bible by David Icke. And I will now tell you why, how we live in a matrix. Okay, go on then. So, do we live in a matrix or not? What does St. David say? St. Ike says, Saint Ike. We, live, we think we live in a world. In fact, we live in a frequency range. That's all it is. We are trapped in a frequency range and therefore trapped in an illusion. This is what the well-known movie calls the matrix. The world we see around us is merely the tiny fraction of multidimensional infinity that our physical senses of sight, hearing, touch, smell and taste can access. The physical world we perceive is like a radio station and our physical senses are tuned into its frequency so that it is all we see. Good. Uh, where's he getting Radios, that Radios, frequencies. What's his source? Because <laughs> it's always just David on writing stuff. <laughs> He's got sources. It's the word of God, isn't it? It's coming from his mouth. www.weirdideas.forum. So he went to an internet forum (laughs) and stole an idea off some random pothead. He's just explained to you how the Matrix works like a radio signal. No. We're tuned into Radio 2, man, and we could be turned into 
like six music and having a much better time. <laughs> Never heard six music. You'd like some of it. Yeah, I have absolutely. It's one of the few work. stations you'd like. Craig Charles, maybe. Um, but anyone ever seen any Adam Curtis uh, documentaries? No. He's a, a documentary filmmaker. I can't, uh, mm. There's one something of the lake or something. There's Does he believe in simulation? Well, he believes that we are living in like a not a simulation, but sort of a constructed reality that has you know that has been constructed by the powers that be, really. Oh, so it's more of um, a, a, a socio-political construction rather yeah. than a... Uh, that's the biggest word I'm going to say on this podcast. Um, um, rather than a computer free, simulation. Yeah. Or a radio wave simulation. Don't scoff. I'm not scoffing. I'm not. Okay. I'm just saying that, you know... <laughs> Bob Penis. You, you, look, he could be right about something. There's a lot of information in this book. It's about the world, life. So he's about to be, you know, a bit hit and miss, maybe. It's just a bold claim to make, though. Well, I have a funny feeling that this book was called something else and then The Matrix came out. You might saying, have a... Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you might have a, you might be on something there, mate. Right, <laughs> like, hmm, what's that really popular? Because this was a massive movie. Oh, huge! Took over the world. Yeah. I remember. I think I've said this before. Well, I think yeah. But anyway, it doesn't matter. When I came out of the cinema, I remember the feeling of going, "Whoa!" I've just seen like, like our generation Star Wars or something like that changes things. That was fucking awesome. I've never seen anything like it. No, it was... Into, it mixed everything I... Well, everything the Wachowskis love were the same things I loved. Anime, comic books, martial arts movies, uh, and good action movies, and yeah. a bit of philosophy and intellectualising, you know. I was just starting to be a stoner then. Uh, <laughs> it was fucking perfect. It was everything. Yeah. I, oh, man, I was so... I remember that feeling yeah. walking up the aisle like, fuck, that was intense. You watch it now, mate, and it's still... Has that impact? Not it's great. I think it's still more relevant. I think it's actually yeah. the ideas that we'll discuss are probably more relevant today than they were in '99. Oh. Mm. And you got that sweet Rage Against the Machine song playing at the end. Which oh, awesome! But we'll, so let's yeah, move, 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 move on. Let's get so the, the these, um, these these hacker dudes. Mm. He says, uh, "Do you know what he says to him? He says, you need to unplug, man." <laughs> so I found quite cool. Ah, yet oh, to come. I see what you did. Uh, and, and I thought the rock club they went to looked pretty sweet. Uh, Dracula was playing by Rob Zombie. I was like, yeah, this looks pretty sweet, you know. Yeah. Everyone's bouncing around. Down for that. He looks bemused as usual, but you know, <laughs> and completely out of place. Um, and then Trinity shows up dressed entirely in leather, because oh. if you're a wanted terrorist, the way to blend in is to dress entirely in leather. Yeah. Um, obviously, some kind of sexual chemistry there already. Or she's certainly uh. looking at him like she wants a piece. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she gives him a warning. Mm. The warning should have been enough to go out clubbing on a work night because he's in a bit of trouble the next scene. Well, that is very sensible advice, <laughs> yeah. actually, Ben. Um, I mean, I've done do it. We've all done it. We've, we've all, all got out on a school night. We've all done it. You're at slightly more risk than the rest of us because you drive, <laughs> so you really can't get too smashed on a, on a weeknight. No. That's still hasn't stopped me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to say that you would never drink under the influence at all, drive under oh, the influence at all. Fuck no. Because uh, even you, you're, you're very sensible on your nights in work because I, uh, you wouldn't drink over the limit. I'd never break any laws in any, in any, in any way, ever. Moving on. <laughs> Can I borrow a light, please? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so he's getting a bollocking from his what, boss. What's the warning she gives him, though? 
She basically says to him like, um, "They're coming. They they're on. They know that we've kind of tried to contact you, right? And they're on to you, basically. Run, man. Because you know that he's trying to find Morpheus, isn't he? Because he thinks mm. Morpheus can tell him what the Matrix is. Because you see the newspaper mm. clipping Morpheus avoids police mm. at Heathrow Airport. I think it was. Ah. There's all the newspaper clippings. And now, there's a sort of prequel I'd like to see. Morpheus in London. Here, <laughs> yeah, get me fucking well, you big cunt. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd like to see Morpheus take a Roddy Pickering. <laughs> a Roddy fucking Pickering. I am Morpheus. <laughs> oh, I am Millwall guy. <laughs> oh shit, versus Morpheus. A tag team. I am Millwall guy, the lion of the bridge, and Ronnie fucking Vickery versus Morpheus. I'd pay to see that. Oh, take my money now. <laughs> Ronnie fucking Vickery versus Morpheus. Do you want a bare knuckle? <laughs> Yeah. Does he wake up the next well, day? Basically, Neo, he wakes up the next day, he wakes up bark from his boss, he goes mm. to his cubicle, he gets a FedEx package, mm. and he gets one of those sweet, sweet flip-down phones. Oh, is it the banana phone as it well? It is. Yeah. Oh, and I, I remember, wow. I was watching this film, and, and one of our mates, Steve, Glasses Steve, mm. we call him Glasses Steve, because there's maybe more than one Steve, and he wore glasses. <laughs> he was drunk a lot too, but that's <laughs> the point. Um, he used to have the, the Matrix phone. Oh, awesome. And, it, and you answered mm. it, and you literally pressed the button mm. on the side, and the thing flipped down. And you go, beep. And you go, hello. Ah. And you go, oh, fuck, that's cool. I'm so that, cool. Was, that was what we had in the, in the, in the late 90s mobile mm. phones. We're not iPhones, kids, mm. if you're any millennials listening. Um, no, we, we had we, we had fucking keypads, buttons, and flip yeah. phones. Flip phones. I love flip phones. And we great. used to have to go to work eight days a week. <laughs> we used to have to walk uphill both ways. <laughs> I slept on a log. <laughs> I used to have to drink my tea from a paper bag. <laughs> you don't know you're bored. <laughs> And we didn't have broadband. <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> Fucking broadband. <laughs> yeah, anyway. We had the, the thing called the postman. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's been basically Morpheus contacts Neo via this phone. Yes. And directs him at the building because he knows agents are looking for him. Mm. Um, basically, Morpheus kind of leads him up and says, Right, get on the window cleaners trolley. Now, at this point, you get on the ledge, Neo. At this point, fuck I was like, "Fuck off, Morpheus! Yeah, you, you ain't fucking here, mate." Yeah, I, I'm on a, I'm on a narrow ledge. I've got the choice of mm. beca- climbing down this precarious window cleaners thing, mm. or just letting these government men take me for a bit, and I've done nothing wrong. This, this is what I was going to ask. Sorry, just before we move on from here, why are the agents after Neo in the first place? Because he sold that tech, or I think it's because Trinity's been they, trying to contact him. Well, oh, he's so been delving into Morpheus, yeah. and Trinity's they been trying to... They want to get Morpheus to hit him. Oh, they, oh okay. But they, so they've got no idea he's the one or no. anything like that yet. They he's just a anything. stooge. Right. Yeah. Okay. At this so, point, they want to make, him, they they make his, him a shill. Ah. Just notice that all through the movie, it's always a choice. So, you know, it's a choice to go on the ledge or to be captured. It's, you know, there's always a choice for Neo. Yeah, that that, that's the whole thing about the Matrix choice. The like choice for me would have been, I just take that these government men take me because I ain't mm. no way I'm getting on that fucking ledge. Fuck that. Yeah, I don't do hides. Just thinking about it. No, so he, he is taken to an interrogation room. Neo is taken by the agents. Mm. 
to tell him to give up Morpheus. Yeah, yeah, well, wipe the slate clean. Wipe yeah. the slate clean. <laughs> I can't do impressions, but, uh, you know. It was pretty good, not bad. Um, and they, and they work some freaky matrix magic on him. Mm. Is this where they make his mouth? Yeah, they make his mouth seal up. Yeah, yeah, he says, fuck you, I want my phone call. That's it. Because yeah. he thinks they're just government dudes. Yeah. You know, he doesn't know that they're, you know, software killing machines. He just thinks that who they are. Who know kung fu. Who know kung fu inexplicably. Yeah. Fuck you, I want you my know? phone call. Yeah. How about I give you the finger mm-hmm. and you give me my phone call? Yeah. Fuck you. I want my phone call. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> and how will you make a phone call if you can't speak? <laughs> and that's my worst, the worst Agent um, Smith impression ever. But it's a good is that line. impression? It was terrible. Okay. <laughs> I tried to put emphasis on the K. It didn't work. Speak. Speak. Um, yeah, so he seals his mouth up using some freaky Matrix magic. Pretty horrifying, to be honest. It's a nasty scene, actually, because yeah. he gets the, the, the tracking bug down his navel. And it's like, I don't like using a cotton bud to clean my thing oh, my out. I'm not one of those no. fortunate people who has an OT. <laughs> it reminds me uh, of that of, uh, Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan. Oh, he's here. Yeah. Yeah, fucking hate that. Khan! Sorry. Uh, and there's a the thing about the bug as well. I mean, it's a, it's a nod to uh, Franz Kafka. Metamorph- metamorphosis. I know a little bit about this actually. Gaz knows. Gaz knows. I did this in theatre studies. Yes, he ah, turns into a bug. He does. Uh, that's all I can remember. What, it's very fly? metaphorical. Yeah. What, like the fly? No, it's from the theatre. It's a lot more um, highbrow than than mm-hmm. the fly. That would explain why I haven't seen it. Heathen. No, just a sensible working <laughs> man. With no time for Ponzi theatrics. <laughs> Obviously, metamorphosis is changing from one form to another. I know that, yeah. Yeah, which is what... Mor- <laughs> which, is what which is what Neo goes through. Through the film? Yeah. I'm uh, totally changing one thing <laughs> into another. <laughs> it's like totally different. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop doing it now. I love you, Keanu. <laughs> you were doing Snake from Simpsons. Actually. <laughs> you were, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I've just realised. I thought that was on purpose. No. <laughs> <laughs> but now, the important thing is that Ateneo gets that boogie wakes up in his bed, doesn't he? He's, yes. It's a dream. Was it a dream? And this is where he, he meets um, Trinity again. And mm. uh, Apoc and Switch. Apoc is a dude with uh, black hair and Switch is the, the spunky looking white hair, short white haired chick. Did you notice the floor <coughs> of the building? It's the patterns in the. Um, I was in the car first. They remove the bug. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that's quite. So they remove the. Uh, they use a sort of future mm. machine to remove the, the tracking. Future robot. Hoover. Future Hoover from the robot. Yeah. Tree, the robot out of his body. Yeah. And then they take him to meet Morpheus. Yeah. And uh, there's they go. This, everyone goes up the stairs in this movie. So to the mm. end, they use a lift. It's metaphorical. Is that metaphor? Is, is, is that? I don't know what that is. Maybe because it's Possibly. like it's not until the very Ascension. end of the movie that someone uses a lift. Well, I got, yeah. I got the, I got the floor. It's white it's, and black, isn't it's, it? Yeah, it's Masonic. A, it's ascension yeah. to your highest form of yourself, accepting that you are the one. It must be because no one uses a lift. Um, it's, and doing it through hard work. It's the. It's a very uh, obvious yeah. message. That's my reading Could of it. Be. I know maybe. the floor is a representation of the ground floor of King Solomon's Temple. Yeah. Emblematic of human life, checkered with good and evil. So, you know, the choice comes again. You got a choice to do good or choice to do evil. Symbol of duality. 
and you have to avoid stepping on the white tiles. Bad luck for seven years. <laughs> it's a lot of bad luck on that floor. Well, they were step on a step on a crack and you break your back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he means Morpheus in this place where yes. there's lots of coloured tiles. And Morpheus is not exactly inconspicuous for a wanted man, is he? No. He's uh, He's got a very distinct look. You yeah. know, the whole leather trench coat, little Rome glasses. Now, here's a question. He looks like Lawrence Fishburne. He looks a bit like Lawrence <laughs> in a leather trench coat and little Rome glasses. Here's a question. He's a, he's a big chap. Morpheus is a cool dude, right? Yeah. And I'm not going to doubt his wisdom and his experience and his uh, knowledge of the Kung Fu's. How the fuck do those glasses stay on his face? Yeah. Does he apply a small bit of tape every morning as part of his routine? <laughs> a little bit of blue tack? What do you think? Glue? Are they put, has he glued them? Has he glued them to the I bridge of his nose? Maybe they just like clip on, like a swimming, you know, them swimming things used to mm. get. And he constantly breathes through his mouth as a result. Well, that could be a, you know, it's just, it's just a thought. <coughs> I know there's a lot of philosophy going on in this movie, but also magic fucking glasses. Yeah, it's true. Mm, you know, and if this was set in the same uh, world as they live, they could be they live glasses. Yeah, the Hoffman lenses. Hoff, that's the one. So yes, he meets. So he meets Mr. Morpheus. We get another um, Alice in Wonderland reference. Is it, I suppose you feel like you're. Well, not, I, spe- I suppose you feel like you're tumbling down the rabbit hole, mate. <laughs> <laughs> down the fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> he does. And so he, you know, he says, what, "What's the Matrix? Well, you want to know what the Matrix is? I'll yeah. tell you what the Matrix is." But um, I've got actually got his, his quote. It's, it's really good. Go so I'll, I'll read it. Something's wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there a splinter in your mind driving you mad the matrix is everywhere it is all around us even now in this very room you can see it when you look at your window when you turn on your TV you can feel it when you're at work when you go to church when you pay your taxes it is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth there you go which is kind of the kind world of. we live in now with <laughs> yeah. fake news and that's, yeah. that's why we you know you you guys play championship manager I play Grand Theft Auto we just hide from the from the, from the horrors drone of yeah. horrificness that just goes on in the background I'm glad you mentioned Championship Manager guys because I've just reclaimed the Prem title after three years <laughs> and won the Champions League and the League Cup in a season quite chuffed thank you I lost the FA Cup final to him, oh. but I beat him in the Champions League final, hey. so it's alright. Sorry, mate. Yeah, they won one this year. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, I just felt like mentioning that. Fair play. Cheers, you mate. Know. No, it's good. That's a that's an achievement. You should be proud of yourself. You know, it's a virtual achievement in a virtual world. Doesn't matter, but doesn't matter. It's still. I, I may be sixty-three in the in-game universe, <laughs> but doesn't matter. <laughs> what a life you've lived. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all those games yeah so yeah well done so we get Neo's we've got to imagine Neo's choice now yeah, yeah choice yeah mm. um, you take the blue pill or the red pill the blue pill you wake up at home mm. you'll think all oh, this was a bad dream and you carry on with your life or you get the red pill right now I would be crushing the blue pill and snoring <laughs> the fuck out of it before he'd even finished his fucking I'd just be like yeah good nice to meet you Morphe wake up at home but sorry I cut you off so the red pill though what does he say you find out the truth uh, and this is now a cultural thing you know it's called red pilling oh right hashtag red pilling that's where you uh, and they use it as a verb or an adjective one or the other oh I red pilled that guy 
or girl. It's basically dropping information and opening someone's mind up, like boom, red pilling them with a dump of info. So, yeah, yeah, there's a Facebook page I follow called Red Pill Philosophy. Mm. There you go. So uh, that's what happens every time you listen to an episode. Oh, I've got one here, dude. Uh, every time you listen to an episode of uh, Cutting Through the Bull in the Post Truth Apocalypse, you get red pilled like a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, says, kind of. And he says to him, All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Well, that's a lie. Well, you know, he's offering a life of hardship and only cold chip. Uh, <laughs> the truth, nothing more. Yeah, a fucking. I think that's understatement of the fucking century. It is really, isn't it? To be honest, you're going to explain what's going to happen to you. You're going to wake up with cables in your fucking skull, in goop. Well, this is where it comes to, he wakes up in his cocoon, in his his gel cocoon. It's quite quite a very... Mm. It's quite a shocking shocking Are you aware of the artist H.R. Geiger? Yes. He designed the aliens. Uh, I had like a a book of his art uh, from a young age. Um... I just love the visuals. Uh, he draws some amazing fucked up bio sort Very of Very sexual, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of it's sexual. And uh, it's all kind of bio, like living machines and stuff. And uh, Anyway, this world, the imagery of this scene reminds me of that a lot. And can you remember the first time you saw this scene? Yeah, it was... It's one of those, oh, fuck yeah, moments. Because it does it? zoom like, out as when you see the... Because he will talk about the... Morpheus talks about the fields of the... Uh, the batteries are the batteries. We, 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 yeah, we mm. are batteries for machines to use. Yeah. And um, well, you know, it's, it's like you see it, you think, shit. And you just pan out and you see mm. there is literally where there was a city, there is just yeah. well, these yeah. trees were filled with. Some with, of, with, yeah, some of Mr. Ike's followers believe yeah. uh, that we are actually batteries, psychic. We're providing psychic uh, energy, har- they're harvesting psychic energy off of us, uh, making us miserable and. Feasting, ah, so the feasting of our joy to feed their demons. Oh no, it all makes sense. To feed their barbed demon cocks <laughs> from hell. And someone calls someone a copper top in the film, right? And, it, and it's a, a Duracell battery ah. as an insult. Yeah, to copper top because you still have battery still plugged in. Ah, where's, where's that then? I think it's switch says it to Neo or something. Or ah, uh, uh, yes, he does. He says uh, copper top. Yeah, you don't right. be such a silly copper top. <laughs> we should have ducked that as our uh, yeah. top. It's got two meanings in England as well, because it could be a reference to a policeman. I've yeah, copper top. Got a bit before we we get to the um, that bit when he when he takes a pill. Yeah, he goes through the doors and he opens the doors like yeah, and the emphasis on that, and uh, that comes I think from the the doors of perception. Aldous uh, Huxley. Aldous Huxley, the yeah. druggie. Yeah. <laughs> he describes taking mescaline and insights uh, he experienced which range from the purely aesthetic to the sacramental vision. Ooh, and in it he right. says, the self is coming from a state of pure awareness from the state of being. All the rest that comes about is an outward manifestation of the physical world which ends up as thoughts and actions. That sort of like encompasses the whole matrix thing, doesn't it? Yeah. So if you think it, you can manifest your thoughts... A That's bit it, like yeah. sex magic. Sex magic. Yeah. Sex magic update. Well, it comes back to sex magic. Sex magic update. Now you have to acknowledge the sex magic. We've got to acknowledge it or else it will all come unraveled. I didn't get my ex back, but I got a new one. So it kind of... Well, it worked. Yeah? Sort of. Well, it definitely worked. It worked out for the better. 
So, yeah, sex magic, everybody. Um, next, I'm going to work on... I can't decide whether I'm going to think of... Sorry to get graphic, but <laughs> it's quite hard to think of like material things at the point of ejaculation. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I can manifest a um, a big house or a sports car, I would. But it's hard to think of those things. I think you have severe problems if you are thinking of those things. Yeah, but it, it, supposedly this is how we manifest things, according to Mister. Oh shit! Curly. Yeah. Curly. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, sex magic lord inventor. <laughs> so yeah, that was my update. Um, kind of works yeah try it <laughs> it's, it's worth the gas it's the gas seal of approval yes it has the seal of approval from me and Papa Shango <laughs> <laughs> but so, so if you wake up in your coon you get confronted with mm. a giant robot spider fuck yeah not good not good who then proceeds to violently rip the plugs from your body that are keeping you in yeah. this cocoon and essentially flush you down what the real world version of a toilet is. Yeah. Which seems a little careless in my opinion, knowing yeah. that the robot's probably knowing that these guys who just all of a sudden go <gasps> and wake up have yeah. probably had their minds freed by the resistance that's trying to undermine them. So that. might just be waiting for them. But we don't know the intelligence levels of these robotic spiders. Well, no, you think don't just flush the bodies, maybe just kill them there and then, and then flush the body. Mm. You're a robot spider. Did you notice the whole symbolism with that? You were no good being discarded. It looked like a womb, didn't it? It Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Being rebirthed, and then down the tunnel, Alice in Wonderland, down the rabbit hole. Ah, there's a Wizard of Oz reference, did you notice that? My guy was watching this film, and someone who just was enjoying the moment. (laughs) I think it's uh, Cypher says, when he jacks him, he says, uh, Kansas is going bye-bye. Yes. How much do you think when Neo is being flushed down the vagina tunnel toilet? Blue pill. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Blue I think it's when you see the giant spider. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't really punch a giant robot spider. No. You can't fight your way Especially when it grips point. you by the throat yeah. with its gripping arm thing. <laughs> it's a clamp. It's like a clamp yeah. around your throat. It's designed is, just is for it that. Then yeah, it's designed to incapacitate you for long enough for it to unscrew the massive fucking plug that's drilled and into the base of your head. The jack that goes in the back of the head in this movie is grotesquely long. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like when yeah. you see that go in and out, it's like. I mean, it's like a five inch long fucking fuck spike. Me. My, my yeah. face isn't that fucking long. Oh, man. I mean, coming out of your nose. Yeah. Christ. It must go just like. It must just go directly into the. Oh man! It's it must like, bend somehow. It must do. It's just, oof. it's all at this point. The movie's all a bit like, whoa. Yeah. Things all got a bit like they've gone from like stylized and a bit cool, you know, like slick. What's going on, hackers? Yeah. And cool dance music. Yeah. To like, holy moly, robot spider jacks in the back of the head. It's all very harsh all over the body. Brutal, brutal. And I suppose that's all. Obviously, by design and on purpose to show how leaving the matrix isn't just a willy nilly. Oh, it's not a, thing. Not something it's, you yeah, it's not sign up for if you don't know what's going on, is it? It's a it's a it's a full on experience. Because if he had, if Morpheus had told you what's going to happen when you wake up, that's what I mean right? by he undersold like, it. If, yeah. yeah, if he'd have explained it in detail, the robot no, spider. Take and, it, and, no, 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 would take it. So in a way, he's lying to you to get you to free your mind. Mm. So he's not lying; he's withholding information. It's your, it's your fault for not asking, it's his fault for not saying... As if, Neo, oh, well, I know, if I yeah, take this, what's going to happen yeah. exactly? It's a good point, to be fair, because Neo doesn't actually ask him what's going to happen, does he? He's like, 
Oh. Would you take a pill from a random baby? Mike. I can actually say not even for comedy reasons. I think yes, I have accepted pills <laughs> from random quote unquote maniacs several times in my life. And, uh, you know, although I didn't quite wake up with any robot spiders, the results were varying levels of horror. <laughs> in the end, <laughs> what goes up must come down, as they say. Uh, but I was just thinking, I would be the first person, you know, what I'd like to think, says me, but while he's there with them both in front of me... Well, you popped pills. them both. Yes, you just read my mind, I'd grab them both, yoink! And pop them both, go, now let's see what happens. And he's like, oh shit. <laughs> Nobody's ever popped one. <laughs> It'd be like, oh no, it could be horrific, I might be half in the Matrix, half out the Matrix, like what a nightmare that would be. Yeah. Sorry, that this. Would be, it? Oh God, that would really. Be, oh, I'd shoot myself in the brain really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so right. Um, so um, he's he's we? patched up now. He gets patched up because he's been forcibly removed from the Matrix, and yeah. uh, he's sort of. And he says, "Why do my eyes hurt?" Because he never used them. Because he's never used them before. Uh, which he hasn't. He's been saying. Very true. And that confused me the first time I watched it. I was, of course he bloody yeah. Oh no, wait. I didn't actually notice that bit. I didn't notice that bit. Yeah. Good, yeah. yeah, it's nice attention. And he's uh, what about that bit where he, he missed a bit in the mirror where he goes up his arm? Yes, God, <coughs> I did, but it, I never quite understood that. <coughs> it's just like it's almost like that's the unplugging thing. It's uh, he need yeah. ah, I figured it out. Is it because like he says he's going to cardiac arrest, so the the Matrix thinks he's dead in the cocoon because he's having a heart attack. Uh. So it's they, get there, they get him before that. Yeah, I know, but he says he's going into arrest. So the machines uh, maybe think, they think he's dead. He's oh my god, he's had a heart attack. Well, get him out because he's uh, not maybe, good. Maybe. And when Fresh he wakes up, out. he's alive. He's like, well, yeah. fuck it. He's had a heart attack. He's not going to pump, be pumping out as much energy anymore. He's getting a new one. Mm. Flush him down. That might be what it, it might induce the heart. It might induce that hallucination mm. to give you the heart good attack. It's a good point. I've never thought about it. Yeah, neither did <laughs> I. Tell you. Neither did yeah. I. I just always thought, oh, that's a bit weird. Actually, I don't yeah, really like that bit, to be fair, you know. No, did you get the speech, what Morpheus says at that, that point? Uh, go on. Uh, he says, have you ever had a dream that you were so sure ah, it was real? Yeah. What if you were unable to wake from that dream? How would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world? I've had that problem. Okay, this... I, I was that after taking pills from a dodgy man? Here's <laughs> a philosophy bit yes. there, then, because this, this leads on to philosophy. Right, so before that. we do philosophy, can I have a piss? <laughs> yeah, 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 good point. Quote of the evening. <laughs> <laughs> because if I've got to sit through philosophy... Okay, we're back, and my bladder is empty, and I can talk about philosophy. <laughs> no one should ever attempt philosophy with a full bladder. <laughs> That's just crazy True, to yeah. look. Okay, so we're, <laughs> we're talking about uh, Morpheus' speech. What's the difference between the, the dream world and the real world, yeah? Right. Mm-hmm. <coughs> well, there's a bit of philosophy about this. There's something called the dream argument, which is the postulation that the act Ooh. of dreaming... The postulation. <laughs> ...provides Sorry. evidence that the senses we trust to distinguish reality from illusion should not be trusted, and therefore any state that is dependent on our senses should be carefully examined and rigorously tested to determine whether it is in fact reality. Uh, yeah, man. Dreams are fucking weird. 
Yeah, I've had some very vivid dreams that right. I woke up from and thought, shit, was that real yeah. or not? I hate dreaming, to be honest with you, because I'm a fairly happy person in my day-to-day -day life, but my dreams are never, they're not necessarily nightmares, they're just unpleasant. I'm always in like uncomfortable situations. Uh, so, yeah, and, and it is weird. And I suppose what that's saying, though, in a way, um, unless I'm misunderstanding, well, I am misunderstanding it, I know I am. But like you've got to test everything to make sure it's reality. So yeah. like every wall I walk past, I've got to reach out and touch it. I'm like, is that really yeah. there? Yeah, it's really there. It's really a wall. It's everything really... you read, everything you see. Well, but how do I know? What? So I've got to touch the page with my <coughs> eye. <laughs> yes, I think this it's book all the is content, guys. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Check its validity. You know, you, you know, you're not going to listen to what Trump says and believe it, are you? Well, you're gonna, no. You're gonna, you're gonna look into your own thing. Hang on a minute. When I go see my lady friend later and she opens the door, I smack <laughs> her in the face really hard, just testing to see if she's real. That's what you're telling me. Well, oh, I think sorry. there's better ways you could test she was real, in all fairness. Yeah, definitely. There's other parts of your body you could touch her with apart from your fist. <laughs> I don't really want to do that. I'm just a cruise. Well, guys, the greatest moment in the history of everybody else answers this question, so... I, what are you insinuating? That that I'm not up there with them? Well, you might well be, but you still, still I'm saying no. that they have Well, no, you're sat here with us. <laughs> I know exactly. I, I, I'm nowhere near. I'm not even the greatest mind in the room. <laughs> Allegedly, that's Michael who's being in physics. <laughs> so, yeah, what... Because... Well, I fell, fell down a weed hole then. Um, yeah, I suppose there is no real... You know, yeah, I can touch that table and say it's real, but then you could sit there and say to me, well, how can you prove, how do you really know that it's real? And yeah. All I can say is I'm, my senses are telling me I can see and touch the table, mm. but as we all know, there is no spoon. Yes. Yeah, of course. Well, we'll we have skipped ahead a little bit there. This is what René Descartes says. I've heard, of his, I've heard his name. Ah, yes, he's a French uh, existentialist, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, philosopher. You want me to shot in Red Dwarf? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I do it. <laughs> You've got no room for French existentialists here, Descartes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Come on then, Mike, what yeah, do you say about it? He says, this? Whatever I have accepted until now as most true has come to me through my senses. But occasionally I have found that they have deceived me, and it is unwise to trust those completely who have deceived us even once. Just out of interest, Descartes was sort of what the eight, late eighteen hundreds, sort of kind of era. That sort of eighteen ninety-ish when he was pushing this stuff yeah. out. Yeah, so he didn't have Google. There was a lot of opium flowing around back then. <laughs> His senses may well have deceived him in all fairness. Well, have you ever like you know, where you see something out the corner of your eye, yeah, and for a brief second, you're convinced that you saw something weird, but then you actually look and it. it a bin or something. You seen the monkey and and the basketball players. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think you seen the monkey drinking petrol. Like, yeah, we did that earlier. <laughs> it's a glitch. <laughs> you, you, you need you need to fucking elaborate on yeah. the monkey and the basketball players. There's a YouTube video. It's only about like thirty seconds long, mm -hmm. and you're watching basketball players, yeah, mm -hmm. passing the ball and that, yeah. And you, I've I've done it. I've watched it. And then it comes to the end, it says, did you see the gorilla? And the man in the gorilla suit, what the fuck? And it shows you again, and then you see him. Oh, down the right back, and it, you can oh. see the gorilla. 
Darren Brown did a very similar yeah. thing. You, you put a banana in a fruit bowl on stage and say, right, um, at some point in the next sort of yeah. five minutes before we go for the interval, mm. a man in a gorilla suit is going to take this banana. Right. If anyone sees him, you know, shout out. And yeah. he's there talking and doing some trick. And um, at the end, he does it and he goes, oh, and the, the banana's gone. Oh, no, no one notices until no he, he does the interval and he, comes yeah. and he shows you this bloke clearly stepping out on stage with a good sort of three or four foot, grabs banana and walks off in the, in the gorilla suit you know, and no one meant notice at all. Oh, yes, oh, yeah, yeah. So nothing is real. That's it. My eyelids aren't real. Zhuangzi. Zhuangzi. Oh, um, yes, him. Yeah. 69 BC. That, wow, that recent. Yes. <laughs> yes, he, he said. He dreamed he was a carefree butterfly. Oh, for God's sake. After he woke, he wondered how he could determine whether he was Zhuangzi, who had just finished dreaming he was a butterfly, or a butterfly who just started dreaming he was Zhuangzi. Oh, Look in the mirror, you <laughs> fucking hippie, you stone uh, fucking... saying it could be a dream? Oh, fuck off. He could be But you butterfly. can wake from dreams, though. I do it all the time. Yeah. Tell myself to wake up. But no. He's saying a butterfly is real. And he just wants to be a butterfly. That's what it boils <laughs> down to. He, he was possibly on opium. Mm. I'm guessing that one. Hence the saying, I mean, happy as an opium addicted Chinaman. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that saying before. Never heard that before. I'm, I'm sure it was somewhere. I've, I've read it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, in your, in your latest uh, Nazi paraphernalia, <laughs> uh, Neo-Nazi Weekly. <laughs> My guy'd read Breitbart if I was going to do it in that route. At least it's more reputable than the others. <laughs> Satanist Monthly. <laughs> we don't condone that in Satanism, guys. The world Satanist News. No, I know that you do not. You condone kindness and uh, tolerance. We like that stuff. And death to all strangers. <laughs> <laughs> what I like is always, if someone wrongs you, you can punch them. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fair enough. That's my favourite statement. <laughs> so what? Where are we with the Route two? Neo waking up on the ship. Oh, oh, not more philosophy. More philosophy for Ben. Brain in a vat. Pardon? Brain in a vat. Right, yes, okay. like the Steve thingy movie, Steve Martin yeah, movie. Yeah, like Red Dwarf, Listers and... Ah, the there you go, yeah, yeah, that's a better example. The disembodied brain, would it continue to have perfectly normal conscious experiences? Well, in Red Dwarf it does. Mm. But that's a t- sitcom. Well, it's a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the brain of that theory. Can I, can I throw... But, why this is a spanner in the work? Mm. Why, why the, I'm going to try to be a philo- philosophical. <laughs> if you're just a brain in a jar... Mm-hmm. With your eyes and what's left of your spinal column and your nerves, mm-hmm. I still think you'd experience the senses because, in the same way, the phantom limb thing. Yeah, but all I think you'd feel the body yeah. there. Where are all your nerve endings? I think I, I still think you'd feel the body. It's like the same way that amputees, mm. if you, yeah. your arm cut off, you I'm feel your, your hand itching. Well, that might not be a bad I think, thing. I think I think that you would feel as if there's a body around you because you've never known anything else. I think the brain will just trick you into thinking the. Your, what's left of you would just think there's a, a body around so you. So you could feel your erections? Yeah. Awesome. You'd be like, hmm. You, you, you can't nice. see it, but it's huge. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> okay, I've got one more. We'll go back to Plato. Allegory of the cave. Anyone ever hear that, guys? Uh, the cave allegory. Yeah. Um, I'm aware of caves and allegories, but possibly not this one. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, basically, it's these prisoners... They're chained up. Ah, uh, yeah. And there's a fire burning in front of them. Mm. I think this is a porn I watched the other day. 
during Google Slaves <laughs> search Slaves in a Cave just to see what comes up but I won't never type in uh, Minotaur sex little <laughs> <laughs> life what? lesson there <laughs> public service <What>? broadcasting <laughs> why would you type in Minotaur sex in the first place <coughs> I just wondered if, it, if, if anything such that existed it did there was a nun fucking a Minotaur oh, Excuse everyone uses <laughs> research. And he didn't have a normal cock, had a big red long cock. Like that. No. Okay, while we're on the subject, it has nothing to do with the Matrix, but now's as good a time to bring this up as any. The weirdest porno I've ever seen, ever. What what weird the boys or sex? <laughs> it was called Edward Penis Hands. Oh god. I know where this is going. Oh dear god. <laughs> It's a parody of Edmund's, isn't it? But he's got penises on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> How did that not win the Oscar? <laughs> it's a ring system, Mike. <laughs> and they ejaculate. It's so gross. Oh. What, you mean every single penis? Oh, no, there's just one big like, oh, right. penis on each hand. <laughs> and he's dressed like him with the axe, like Edward Scissorhands. And, oh. Yeah. yeah. What kind of mad scientist gives his uh, robot son penis hat? Was he a robot? Was he a robot? I don't know. I've never actually watched it all the way through, to be honest. Either way, why would you... I've seen more of Edward penis hands than I have Edward scissor hands. Oh, no. What does that say about me? Oh, God. Should we get my snakes in the cave? Alright. Oh, yeah. Snakes in the cave? Snakes in the cave? Can I get these motherfucking snakes in this motherfucking cave? We're getting in the way of Mike's philosophy. idea. This is going to happen. This is the thought experiment. Slaves in a cave, Ben. Come on. Play along at home. Okay. Prisoners chained up. Yeah. Yeah. There's a fire. There's a war. Cave war. Entrance behind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all they see all day is the reflections of uh, the people, the, the, shadows the shadows on the wall, sort of like giant beasts okay. walking past the opening of the cave. Okay, one prisoner escapes, breaks free, goes outside. At first, the the sun blinds him, but he he becomes uh, becomes used to it, and then sees the world as it really is. Right, and then he goes back mm-hmm. to the other people in the cave. Mm-hmm. But he's stumbling about in the dark because he can't see in the dark now. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he says, come, look, come with me, I'll free you, we'll, we'll go outside. Mm. See, you must be crazy, there's, there's beasts and things out there, you know, we're safer in here. I mean, you've come back in and you're blind. Yeah. So they don't want to go outside. So that's, uh, that's allegory of the cave. Slaves in a cave. Chicken of the cave. Uh, so in the, in the Matrix, the, the cave is the world, the prisoners are the in- inhabitants. Yeah. The chains is ignorance. Okay, the shadows is the illusion of the world as people see it, and uh, the freed prisoner, i.e., Neo and all that, are those who see the world for it really is. 
That's amazing. Mm. I've just had a thought. Yes, don't look so sharp. <laughs> I was looking at Papa Shango sitting there, the, the little action figure, and in the world of the Matrix, wrestling must exist, mustn't it? Yeah. Neo? Imagine the show he could put on with his moves. <laughs> if he wanted to. The wrestling in the Matrix would be fucking amazing. That's what I'd be doing. I wouldn't be freeing myself. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I, if I was Neo in the, in the Matrix, I wouldn't want to free anyone. I'd be just making a, a living as a magician. Yeah? Because I could literally just literally pluck shit from the air. But why would you need to make that living, though? Couldn't you just manifest the wealth? Oh, yeah. And I can just do that, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I might get bored though, I might need a hobby. Uh, you want the challenge. Well, your yeah. hobby would be fighting agents, wouldn't it? Well, no one again. Hordes of them. Yeah, maybe I just kept quiet, just made a mm. living out of being a you know, fantastic magician. Like hordes of money. You could do skywriting. Yeah. Stuff could, like that. He you can know. fly, can't he? Yeah. And we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get there. So anyway, so he wakes up. He wakes up. Oh, no, oh, no, no. <laughs> skip those. Skip the philosophy. No, no, we'll leave it. Go on, on carry on then. We'll do it later. He wakes no, up. No, on no, 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 Ben needs more later when he's got he's got two more beers to drink. <laughs> I like watching you make him listen to philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> you sadist. <laughs> so what's happening? He wakes up on Morpheus's his ship, the Nebuchadnezzar. Yes, yeah, so it's called the Nebuchadnezzar. And it was interesting, it was launched in 2069, so it's quite an old ship. And Morpheus gives the. Uh, 69! 2069! That's going to be a bit of Ted Lovey's again. Did you see what the makeup it was? It was like. Um, oh man, he was up this day. It's Mark 3, number 11, which is a passage in the Bible. Oh my god. Yeah. It says, whenever those possessed by evil spirits caught sight of him, they would fall down in front of him, shrieking, we are the Son of God. And that goes back to the whole sort of... Ah, Neo-Jesus, the Neo-Jesus connection. Yeah. Wow, you really yeah. went into this, wow. didn't you? I did, yeah. Wow, my God. The, the, only, heavy. the only Bible passage I know is... Um, uh, I don't fucking know it. I, have to <laughs> <go> to <laughs> no, no, I, a, I know a Bible I I passage. Um, Austin 3.16 says, I just whipped your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. Also, completely ad-libbed that line. Yeah, and uh, it's made millions of dollars in T-shirt sales off a of freaking ad-lib. What a line! Yeah, I actually know the whole speech, but I won't put you. <laughs> He'd just beaten Jake the Snake, who turned religious. Yeah, uh, and he was making reference to his Bible bashing and stuff, and yeah, oh, I love you, Steve. <laughs> I think Steve Austin is the one. <laughs> actually, <laughs> well, yeah, sorry, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Well, Hulk Hogan. I'm going to move that because all I can think about is professional wrestling and I should be talking about um, <laughs> Sorry, I brought an, a wrestling figure with me as a mascot, but it was a mistake because all I can think about is wrestling. We should be talking about the seminal cinema classic, The Matrix. Yeah. Uh, where were we? Nebuchadnezzar. He's the king. Oh, yeah. He was the king of Babylon. Oh. Um, circa 1605 to... 562 BC, the longest reigning son, longest reigning king of the Babylonian Empire, which is in modern day Iraq. Did he live anywhere near the river? Probably. Five he was born in Babylon. Babylon. third row of Rasputin. Lover of the Russian Queen. King, Russia's greatest sex machine. <laughs> <laughs> and he, so, he was also in the Bible, wasn't he? He was. But, um, hey, Russia's greatest sex machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a dream, isn't it? Daniel interprets the king's dream as God's omen of the rise and fall of powers. Yeah. 
So the changing of the uh, of the guard, as it were, speak. But, um, so he's on the Nebuchadnezzar, no Neo. There you go. We know <laughs> all about Nebuchadnezzar. Funny, it just is the Nebuchadnezzar. And uh, he meets the, the other crew members. Mm-hmm. Um, Tank, who's a, um, I presume he's like the engineer as such, the engine maintenance guy. Mm-hmm. Tank's the, sorry, Tank's the, uh, the computer dude, the operator. The blonde guy. No, no the, the, the younger black dude. Okay, yeah, yeah. Dozer is his older brother, he's the one that makes the, uh, mm-hmm. I assume he's like the engineer. Mm-hmm. And you got Cypher, who, a uh, bit of a bad lad. Yeah. Judas. Jude, essentially, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. You Lando. That's I presume that's why he's got that. He that, looks, like, looks like a devil, doesn't he? He's got, he's got that that mm. suave little goatee, which I I admire his upkeep of in that in that particular environment. Mm. It's a bit shit in this environment, by the way. They're all wearing like sort of old woolen clothes. Mm. It's very cold, and they're not very happy. Well, yeah. some of them are. They're the proof. Never trust a man with a goatee. Yeah. But also, yes, you're right. It's life in the Matrix doesn't. I mean, out of the Matrix, don't have much fun so far, does it? Looks a bit shit. Not really, I've got I'm a load of plugs really over me and I'm wearing a shitty yeah. woolen jumper. Mm. And you've got Mouse as well. Hurt. And you got Mouse as well. The Mouse, is that the little blonde one? Yeah. Because he used to be on either Home and Away or Neighbours. You said that to me yesterday, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Which is strange. Did you get back Cypher, Cypher's name, meaning? I only know Cypher from 40k. Decipher. Yeah, it does mean that as well, yeah. Uh, it means number zero, so you got one and zero. Ah. Yeah, the one. Sorry for the zero. You got good and evil. Hell. And that was the thing that annoyed me a bit. Three is like the end of the cipher. At one point, you actually see fire in his eyes, in the glasses, in the reflection. It looks like. Yeah. Looks, you know, well, he's essentially sort of the antichrist in this yeah. scenario, isn't he? And it also means cipher also means something of no value or importance. So. I'd have been cipher in this in this scenario. I'd have been like, you know what, mm. this is shit. I want out. Yeah, I would. Like I said, I'd been thinking blue pill, blue pill, blue pill all the way through from the second they pulled the thing out of the back of my head. Yeah. How the fuck do I get back in? Yeah. Plug me back in, please. Um, Sweet bananas. So Neo get then gets the tour from Morpheus. They plug him into the thing. Plug him in. Mm. Put the spike in the back of his head. And. He's then plugged into a computer program. Morpheus gives him the what is real spiel mm-hmm. um, and gives him the history. So let's go to the, the what's happened. What, I, like, what, I like how you referred to uh, the uh, the dialogue in the movie as spiel. <laughs> 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 I, the undertone I'm picking up there is, can we just hurry up and get to the fucking machine guns? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, what happens when they... Oh, is this where he starts learning some stuff? This is where he learns stuff now. So this is where he gets the meat and bones of it, in my opinion. Not the... I know Kung Fu. (laughs) (laughs) So the world of 99 is basically a neural interactive simulation. It's the Matrix. In the late 90s, we created AI, artificial intelligence, and we marvelled at our own genius. Aren't we great? We're fantastic. Problem is... That machine then gave birth to a shitload of other machines, which you could all think. Oh. And before you know it, humanity is fighting machines again. When will we learn humanity? Exactly. Don't yeah. these guys read comics? And, and we also had this brilliant idea, mm-hmm. right? Because Morpheus looks up. He's in the, they're in the simulation of what the world is really like. There's a ruined New York in the background. Mm-hmm. And he says, we don't know who scorched the sky. Oh. But... um. 
Well, we do know. We, we don't know who struck first, but we do know who. We do know we scorched the sky because the machines were dependent on solar power. So we thought that cutting that off would, uh, you know, not fuck things up. Right. So we must have nuked the sky in some way as a desperate last resort weapon. At that point, is it worth nuking the sky? Well, no, because it's going to kill all life forms anyway. So. Exactly. So, so basically, it was a suicide sort of pact, wasn't it? it didn't yeah. Work. If it you didn't can't work. have it, yeah. If we can't have it, you ain't having it either. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Bastards. But it didn't work. No. Yeah, with batteries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the phrase he says in the uh, Morpheus is talking to Neo. He? He's like, "I'm trying to free your mind, Neo, but I can only show you the door. It's up to you if you wish to go through it." Most people are so inert in the Matrix they fight to protect it. Yeah, and it's that choice again, isn't it? It's like this is all you. You're you're taking that mm. left hand path or that right hand path, and you're just going down it. Do or do not. <laughs> <laughs> and he does get a bit of cognitive dissonance, doesn't he, Neo? He's like, no, it's not true. It's all bullshit. And he's now Morpheus is just mm. like, no, it's true. Suck it up. It's one hell of a thing to. It's a bit of a thing to drop on you, though, isn't it? <laughs> Suck it up, Neil, you bitch. <laughs> the apocalypse happened, happened, get over it. Yeah. Everyone you ever knew was not real. Yeah, pretty much. Well, they are real. They're, they're, they're a human in a, oh, in a pod, but in a yeah, pod somewhere. Your relationship but... and experience with them wasn't real. Nope. So everyone you've ever fucked, you didn't really. His willy has never actually been in a vagina. No. All that time... <laughs> had the tongue down <laughs> I was going to try to quote Red Dwarf where he gives him a memory and he's like when I thought I had my tongue down when she had a tongue down my ear it was your ear because he's planted a memory from That's his own right, brain yeah. into Rimmers Lisa yeah Lisa Yates That's it, Lisa yeah. Yates yeah but um yeah sorry that's not really related <laughs> <laughs> but yeah my point is sorry I'm just saying poor old Neo he must be contemplating. Think about it. Imagine finding out all the sex, all the girlfriends yeah. he's had. You know, he's a good-looking dude. I know he's not, like, greatest personality. <laughs> but, um, uh, and he's Snake from The Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's all like, like, none of it was real, man. I didn't actually yeah. pull that beautiful woman. You would God, freak damn out. Damn it. You would freak out occasionally. God. You, you, you freak out knowing that that was none that was really all of a sudden you're, you're living Here's on this shitty little cold Here's shit. a moral question. You can understand why Cypher wanted to go yeah. back in, can't you? Yeah. Let's do some philosophy Gaz style. Nah. Okay. Don't judge me. Go on then. Let's say I've been taken out of the Matrix and I'm hanging around with Morpheus and that and I'm like, wow, my girlfriend isn't real. Fuck. If I found her pod... <laughs> Bear with me. And I didn't necessarily unplug her. <laughs> I can see where this is going. You want to get in the gel womb and make love to her. Uh, yeah. I yeah. think the problem you've got is the robot spiders <laughs> on, the, on the alert for people getting out their pods. I think that's the issue because they know. But are they alert for perverts? Trying <laughs> <laughs> to get in the pods. It's probably There's not a in pod there. Pest running about. <laughs> it's probably not in there programming because everyone's in a pod. Go. So yeah, they probably wouldn't know what. To but do. they might notice you hopping from pod to pod looking for your girlfriend. Ah uh, yeah, that's true. Ah, well, it, was, it was just a thought. Because they kind of scurry up and down, don't you know, they? Yeah. Don't, look, I'm only, I would unplug her and just hope that like, the real her fell in love with me as well as the fake 
Matrix version. Killer, wouldn't you? Oh shit! Just to download her mind as well. So I'm being kind by shagging her plugged in (laughs) body, not weird weird and creepy. Her comatose (laughs) body, yes. Or you could just get Morpheus (laughs) to unplug her and then Mm. have normal sex with her when she gets. That's what I mean. Yeah, so help Morpheus. But then what if unplugged her and she was like, "Ooh, I don't like you." Well, I've got all these plugs in me. I feel that, gross. Well, no, because the thing is, the Matrix is it's, mm. it's the residual self-image. Oh. So you look like what you think yeah. you look like. Is the brain? Thing oh, I would be so hot in the Matrix. Well, this is it. This is oh my, my this is my argument why we're not living in that Matrix. Because mm. like, I would look a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you're just uh, not well, thinking hard what enough. What Smith says later on. What's that about? Um, oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The yeah we'll, brain couldn't take. We'll it. get to that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if we were all super gorgeous, yeah. we'd, we'd, yeah. we'd be... But wouldn't it just be like the last days of Rome, where we were all just orgying and... Yeah, what, what a few years that'd be. <laughs> you know, till it all goes wrong. Morpheus, I was just skip back to the thing. Oh, yeah, skip back to the yeah. film. Yeah. <laughs> so Morpheus then tells Neo that there was, at the very start, there's a man mm. born inside the Matrix who could change the Matrix and shape it as he saw fit, and he's the one that freed the first minds. Mm. So... Basically, the one, which is what Morpheus thinks Neo is, mm-hmm. is like a bit of a glitch, and he's effectively a glitch, isn't he? He's, a, he's almost yeah. the virus in the system because he's the one that can. He's Imagine the being in the equation, isn't he? Yeah. Imagine being that guy who works that out. Like, holy shit, I can affect reality yeah. in my mind. And then, but how did he get unplugged though? Well, he he wouldn't, would he? He just be within the matrix, and then he like he would be the one that gives him the fucking blue pill or the red oh. pill because. Surely, um, he does that at the end. I was thinking, how did yeah. he? He's calling us on the phone, isn't he? Yeah, so, yeah we'll get. We'll, we'll move and to can that. they, in theory, do this? Sorry, I'm tangent in, but in theory, or are they in sort of sleep paralysis? I suppose. Can you, if you're in the matrix, can you do this? Grab the back of your head and pull, and then in the real world, you've actually grabbed and pulled out the. No, if you're in the matrix uh, and your brain's in there, you'll die. Your uh, brain because you've been. Your brain's projecting the image, so it's mm. like because uh, he says what well, it says. Well, we'll get to it on in a bit. We'll explain that. We'll explain mm. that point short. Okay. Um, so as long as the major exists, a human race can't be free. But let's face it, that's a lot of fucking rebuilding because there's giant fucking towers everywhere with pods of humans stuck to it. Mm. Yeah, they knocked that up quick. But there is one last human city. It's underground. It's close to where the the, the core of the Earth is, so it's still mm. warm. It's Zion. And they like Which is raise. a bit cliched in my opinion. Mm. It means a world to come. Do yeah. not go on a reggae rant. And then. in Kabbalah. I'd love a kebab. <laughs> Sorry. In Kabbalah, which is a, sort of a branch of Judaism, I think, it is a spiritual point from which reality emerges. So everything in this film is fucking coded. Do you know what I mean? Even they pick the, they pick mm. the names, even Morpheus, we didn't go through his name, did we? He's a god of dreams, isn't he? So this is explain like why they put so much effort into this first one and mm. the next two were not as good. Well, they it must have been years writing this. Success. Yeah, 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 yeah. Years, that's very yeah. true. Yeah, they so, weren't expecting that success, so, and they were like, "Oh no, make two, two of them." That script they want was two. the fourteenth script. Mm, there you go. It's a lot of um, fine tuning. Yeah. So then we go look at the possibly the one because there's been several the ones. Mm-hmm. Neo was not the first. No. So you'd be looking at uh, so. Isn't he the G- sixth? Jesus and Buddha would they be would they be ones? Yeah, there's people like that. Even even the well, bad no. people. I mean, would, well, would you no. have like a Napoleon who was the one? I mean, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan could be one. Yeah. 
Well, no, because I'm the war is after, after 1999. Oh, right, so it wouldn't be... It wouldn't six be, and they're, they're all near. Ah, good point, because it's... I'd say the second we, and Because we are in 2169 now, aren't we? Which I should yeah. have mentioned earlier, yeah. The year is closed to 2199, so we're like 200 yeah, so years ahead, aren't we? There are other, other Neos, there's like five more before, but that comes in the later films. Other Neos are available. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we get to learn, Neo gets, we get some fun stuff now. Yay! And we get to where Neo gets to learn Kung Fu. Yay! By an upload into yeah. his brain and... He um he, he loves that doesn't he? He loves he loves the old knowledge uploads as Neo because he goes for ten straight hours. In fact, Tank certain remarks on he's some machine, which is an odd choice of phrasing from a man who's been born in the free city of Zion and raised to be terrified of machines. <laughs> it's true actually. Yes, you don't think they'd reference them so lightly. He probably won't be able to bring himself to say the word machine. Would he? Like, he'd probably yeah. have a panic attack. <laughs> but yeah, so he learns kung fu. Basically, you see that a little montage or training yeah. montage or matrix style training montage of you know kung fu, drunken boxing. As I've always liked the quite like the sound of online drunken yeah. boxing, just just pissed up and punched somebody. I thought I was drunken no, boxing. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> tend to be drunk to throw off your opponent. Oh right. <laughs> Actually, you were I drunk. It comes I'm not from a sure. film. It comes from a film called The Drunken Master, starring a young Jackie Chan. It's yes, a fucking well classic. Yeah. I love yeah. early Jackie Chan. And the guy who did the fight scenes. Did, uh, that was one of his first films, The Drunken Master. I could watch um, early Hong Kong Jackie Chan, uh, like. I'm not going to do it now. I can. Do, I've watched so many of them, and they're all subtitled. That I can do a really good impression of Chinese people talking. <laughs> for hours of my youth, I'd just be getting high with. Uh, and they were always expensive as fuck as well, you know, because they were HMV imports. Yeah. Fucking yeah. love all his early stuff. Uh, man, the choreography is intense, and uh, they didn't have as much. They couldn't afford to film it that many times, you know. Mm. So, he, oh yeah, Jackie Chan. What a guy. Still going as well. Yeah. Good man. Uh, but this this sort of kung fu in the movie is all kind of sort of wire work. Um, it is, yes. And this inspired is... that that was a trope of a certain Hong Kong type of... It was a Hong Kong thing, basically. It wasn't a Western Hollywood uh, mm, thing right. at that point. When... Oh, what I wonder what year Crouching Tiger came out because that, but I don't know. Was that a Chinese-made film? Was that a Chinese-made film that just spread? But anyway, my point is, this was they loved that kind of uh, fight scene and that type of uh, Hong Kong movie, and yeah, they brought it to the West and put it on really cool-looking uh, Western yeah. actors, and in it, I remember just thinking, this is so fucking awesome. Yeah, because I mean, the, do- the, saw it. the dojos here are more, you know, Neo Week. Makes it Morpheus as um, mm. you know. What does he say? Do you know how, how are you doing? And Neo's as oh, I, I know kung fu. He says, well, "Show mm. me." Mm. Yeah. And he goes and then goes into the training program, which yeah. is awesome. cool little wooden dojo. They're in nice little mm. crisp. Um, I forget what the the training clothes were called, but you know, your martial arts clothes with the belt. Yeah. Yeah. He's wearing a. I think it's called a gi. That's it. Yeah, a gi. That's it. Um, and he draws a bit of a crowd this fight because his little mouse comes in. No, oh, he's my Neo, <laughs> and they all go and look, and you know they they all acknowledge that Neo is fast. Yeah, yeah. he's really fast. 
So because they all think he's the one, they, mm. more, they all know Morpheus thinks he's the one. So yeah. they're looking for the positives, aren't they? Yeah, most like says Jesus Christ, he's fast. Ah, yes, he does. Yes, um, but Morpheus basically is trying to teach him that some rules can be bent and others broken. Yeah. So in the Matrix, you haven't got to abide by the rules of gravity because it's all fake. So you can, if your mind is free enough, yeah. bend those rules and break us. Mm. So you can flip off walls and do cool shit and run round and shoot yeah. people and cut. Yeah. yeah, he says, "Is, is, is that air you're you, you yeah, breathing?" Yeah, that's air you're breathing. No, it isn't. Yeah. You're technically not in the room. No. So it's mm. that would that point. I would be like, "Oh!" <laughs> I grab my head and my head explode. <laughs> but yeah, he, you know, know kung fu. You know, basically Morpheus as well. You know, he's like, "Yo, know, hit me." That's what he says to him. Hit me. Mm. Try and hit me, because obviously he must be the the badass mm. martial artist in the group. Oh yes. And uh, it's worth pointing out uh, that the I read, and it's obvious when you watch it actually that the actors did as much of the scene of these fight scenes as oh, yeah. possible. Yeah, yeah, uh, they did because you can actually see their faces, see them performing these moves, um, which is awesome. And Keanu Reeves apparently because he was had to wear a neck brace because of an injury he had while filming, his character doesn't kick very much. Apparently, I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, I've seen the first I think a few times. It depends when they were filmed the, the, uh, um, yeah, the fight scenes, because this is probably the most intense pure martial arts fight scene in the mm. movie. Mm. Every other fight scene, he's not against people who know martial arts. I mean, Smith doesn't. I suppose Smith kind does of a bit, does a bit of martial arts. He's more like a he's more like a brawler, isn't he? Yeah. A, a, a you know a brawler who knows what he's doing. So CIA martial art kind of mm. thing, you know, in a respect. Yes. Uh, so yeah, sorry. And because they try the um the the jumping across the buildings as well. Yeah. As you're bending gravity, aren't you? Because you know it's not real. Is so this where he falls and goes through the concrete? Yeah, and gets like popped a bit back like up. Looney Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all the crew are quite disappointed by that, aren't they? Yeah. What? That he's not dead. No, that <laughs> that he didn't make the jump. Ah. Uh, apparently, everyone fails the first time. Everyone yeah. falls the first time. Is, is what they say. Well, that would mean even the one. Exactly. Falls, yeah. You know, so Chill out, everyone. Get off his back. He's yeah, man. All this put pressure on him. Yeah. Come on. It's his first day in, in this fucking. You know. And like you been, said, your brain would be a bit. You know. And he's just spent ten hours having fucking martial arts shoved into his brain directly. <laughs> yeah, he's just been rebirthed. He's like a baby yeah. in this world. Yeah. Yeah, and the criticizer is lack of fall, his lack of jumping. It's terrible. I just thought of something. If Robocop met Neo, the spike in his fist, oh, yeah. how he plugs into machines, he could put that in the back of fucking Neo's head <laughs> and, and walk around with him <laughs> and operate him like a puppet. Yeah. No, I was thinking teach him what he knows, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Literal human shield. Yeah, because Neo can stop the bullets coming at him. <laughs> He just holds him up yeah, and just shoots with his other hand. Oh fuck, somebody draw that for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Can we pause it there, sir? Yeah. yeah. Right, so Mike, you've. Um, do you want to do the philosophy then? Your little philosophical point about the rules being made and not broken and uh, the. Air you're breathing now, I'm assuming it's going to be something along those sort of mm. what our senses perceive line. Yeah, everyone's, a, everyone's a heard of, uh, of this, haven't they? If a tree falls in a forest and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Yes. Yeah. I've um, also heard what is the sound of I didn't hear the tree. 
I didn't hear that. The, I didn't hear the tree, but I have heard that um, proverb yeah. before, and I believe the answer to it. I know you might say greater minds than mine have tried to come to this conclusion and not found one, but I think the answer clearly is yes. It does make a sound. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Of course it does. Yeah. You're, you're just not there to hear it. Yeah. yeah but a sound is only is something that is. But no one's there to hear it, but it still will make the fucking sound when it falls well, over. It, yeah, it will, because yeah. that's our physics. It just won't be received by anyone's yeah, ear. Yeah, it will be a, a rush of air caused by a falling mm. tree that makes into a sound. Come on, science, boy. Yeah, yeah okay. It's science. Yeah, You're the one the physics, Mike. Am I retaining my science crowd here? Am I the scientific it's advisor? Like, it's like mm. Schrodinger's cat, isn't it? It's in the box and it's... it's yeah, like, that's a thought it's experiment, isn't it? It's all theor- it's yeah. theoretical. Same with this one, I mean... Yeah, it, it, but it does make only, a sound. To make it to hear a sound, you got to have a receiver. I mean, there's some animals about there. It? It's, 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 it's a woods. No one. I feel that means nothing. Well, if it says nothing, then fine. But it says no one. If you broadcast a signal, a radio frequency, but there's no receiver to receive it, you've still broadcast it out there. Yeah. There you go. The yeah. tree will still make the sound, yeah. in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Come on, Mike. Get off the fence. You can you're, use you're science. You're a science expert. You should be. You That's should a be... philosophical argument, and we're applying science. I mean, I mean, gas of all people yeah. are applying, yeah, applying science to it. Okay, if a tree, if the tree exists outside your perception, how do you know that it really exists? Oh, here we go with this fucking. Yeah, we're yeah. not in the perception. We're not in the matrix. You're asking a straightforward question. If a tree yeah. falls in the forest, yeah. I'm willing to bet a tree just fell over somewhere yeah, in the world. Yeah, guaranteed. Somewhere in the world. A tree just fell down naturally. It made a fucking noise. I wasn't there. Yeah. But it I made know. a noise. It crashed into stuff. Oh fucking! I do you know what? I want to. F- I was feeling pretty good. A bit of a good mood. I haven't watched any Alex Jones this week, but I want to fight a philosopher now. Mm-hmm. I'll make him feel real. Uh, 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 uh. Very real pain. Real. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make I you feel. I'll make, I'll, I'll make you feel. I'll make you feel pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As I rhythmically beat his head off the pavement. Yeah. The trees are making a sound. The trees are making a sound. <laughs> <laughs> no more philosophy for gas. <laughs> but um, I agree. It, I get what you're saying. I get the argument for it and the thought. Mm. You know, if there's no one there to receive it, is it really? But. Fuck yeah, the tree fell down, it made a sound. Yeah, it did. Okay, well, we'll go with that then. I see, I just solved, solved, I just solved philosophy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Right, philosophy's <laughs> over. <laughs> um, so we, it's, it was through the last bit of the film, because we'll, 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 should I say this, this is a two-parter? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to do this in two we're parts. We're going to do this in two parts. A, it's a big-ass film and we've got a lot, lot to of, digest. lot to digest. So we're going to pause it at the hour mark, which is where I paused it conveniently when I was making my notes the first night. What happens at the hour mark? Well, basically, you've got um, Neo and Morpheus in the um, agent training programme. They're they're Mm. walking what you assume is the Matrix to begin with. They're in a Mm. busy city. People are busting past them. Um, The woman in the red dress makes the first appearance. Is this where she comes up? Yeah, the woman in the red dress. She's pretty hot. Do you want to explain this concept? We can fit that in before... For the end, because she's significant, isn't she? What does she I just mean? thought she was the, the the computer simulation that Mouse was shagging. Yeah, oh, that's all it is. There's much more to that, really. Oh. It's, it's the whole gorilla thing again. I just remember him like, saying she's perfect or something. Yeah, he? I oh, agree. He made her just a shagger. Now he's a guy I'd probably get on with. Morphe says, "You listen to me, or you watch the woman in the red dress." That's right. And he goes, "Look again." Yeah. Mm. And he turns around, and there's Smith effectively yeah. pointing the, the gun at his head. 
That's what he said. Now then. A, an agent can be anywhere, yeah. anyone. Agent ascension programmers, they can move into anyone still connected in the Matrix. I have a real world example of this. On one of the courses I did for driving, I believe it was called Drive to Survive. Nice. Um, they did this test where uh, he says, like, okay, I'm going to show you a, a picture. Uh, it's going to be of a breakfast table, and I want you to count the knives and forks. Okay. So the picture comes up. You know, you get a certain amount of seconds, you count the knives and forks. And he's like, okay, what colour was the tablecloth? Uh. And you're like, shit, I don't know. <laughs> and the point of it was to say that when I'm driving and I'm looking for an address, I'm looking for a street name or a building, because I'm focused on that. Perception is really, there's so much I am not seeing. Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, it was quite interesting. It goes back to him. What, what he's saying, yeah. And what Ike says about... Oh, yeah, Mr. Ike too, yes, definitely. Oh, but what colour was the tablecloth? I can't remember. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were taking notes after. But the thing is, Ben, <laughs> I turned to the instructor and I said, there were no spoons. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had a kung fu fight. <laughs> nice! In, in the education office, yeah. Did you win? I beat his head, yeah, beat his head into a toilet and smashed very cinematically. Fantastic. It was fucking ace. <laughs> <laughs> didn't pass the course. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> that didn't happen, listeners. I can't do kung fu, so if anyone sees me in real life, don't do kung fu on me. Or smash your head into a toilet. Yeah, don't do that. Unless you're a hot dominatrix woman, then I might. You know, head smash into a toilet. Uh, well, that's you have a concussion after that. I'll try anything. That's that's you unconscious in a concussion. <laughs> yeah, I guess. With your skull bleeding, you don't want that. Toilet water. So trip to the A and E. Toilet water in the wound. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to explain yeah. that to a nurse. Do you? Trip to the A and E. Uh, what were you doing? Definitely an injection, I think. Having a, fight, having a fight with the dominatrix, you smash my <laughs> head into a toilet theatrically. <laughs> but I got a couple of good licks. You should have seen, seen it, nurse. You should have seen the state of the other person. Um, so yeah. I fuck knows how I got there. Oh yeah, well, I was doing something sensible and real. Um, yeah, perception. It's easy to, uh, you know, pull the wool over one's eyes and miss things, yeah. to be honest. It um, goes back to our griller guy earlier, actually, mm. isn't it? Do you know, and another perfect example, because I drive to the same places, say, you know, every week. Um, I'll deliver to the same shop on the same day. Sometimes I'm doing a route that I have done. I've driven hundreds, if not thousands. I've been doing this job nearly 10 years, so... I'm not exaggerating to say thousands, maybe, some of the places. Anyway, sometimes I'll look up and just notice a building or a, something that i just never fucking seen before. And you're like, how did I not notice that? You know, all these times I've come past and never once looked up and seen that. So, yeah, it's kind of, you know, they're agents. We're not looking for them, are they? Yeah, they're, that's it. They're, and I did enjoy, did, I posted it sort of ironically, but I did think it was quite funny, actually, that Agent Smith meme I posted that, is basically like when you start questioning the narrative of the government, you know, uh, the other person automatically turns into an Agent Smith and yeah. starts shutting you down and telling you you're a lunatic and a conspiracy theorist and um, that's crazy talk. Of course there was only one shooter. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I think that is... It's, does happen, doesn't it? Yeah. Not all the time, but it, I thought it was quite funny. Yeah. Don't Agent this Smith what, me, bro. Yeah, this all this film is such a great allegory of the, the real world. Mm. And it's also, well, maybe I'm jumping a gun, but we did touch on it earlier. Well, quite a bit. An allegory for Christ, I've heard. Yeah, we did uh, that. But so is my favourite movie, yeah. Robocop. Yeah. yeah. Um, isn't anything with a bit of resurrection 
basically could be yeah, considered. Yeah. It's all kind of that, that uh, hero's journey thing, isn't it? That mm. you have to come back from adversity to rebuild yourself and come back again. Mm. Technically, Jesus was a zombie. Strictly speaking. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Speaking of zombies. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other stories uh, where the hero sort of dies and comes back. Jon Snow, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Don't watch it. Um, sorry. You watch nothing. I, I, watch, I watch wrestling. You know nothing. You know yes. nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> but I hate the fact that I know that quote. You know nothing, Jon Snow, because enough people talk about it. I essentially watch uh, wrestling, wrestling documentaries, and YouTube. I watch weird people making weird videos on have, YouTube. Have you got um, Have you got the Rise and Fall of the Ultra Warrior documentary? Is that the one where they completely uh, slayed him? Slayed him, yeah. yeah. Isn't it called the self destruction of something the like that? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Have you got that? No, no, I have seen it though. Yeah, no, um, I want to watch that again. I watched it years ago. It was, it was actually they do even, a real hatchet job. Even That's though before it's a, they, even though it's an utter hatchet job, I yeah. still found it quite entertaining. Just the warrior fight footage, which I hadn't seen in years. Well, the thing is, now, I know I could watch it all on YouTube, but it's not the same. Um, you don't look yeah. for specific things, and it's like, nah, yeah, you can watch it all here into a highlight form. I have to point out, I do have an Ultimate Warrior tattoo. Now that is because the character had such an impact on me as a child. It's an important logo to me. The man behind the character, <laughs> I make no defence of him, he was a fucking bigoted lunatic. He was. He was a fucking crazy person. But, just before he died, they didn't know he was going to die, they realised, hey, we know he's a prick, but he's mellowed a little bit, he's got daughters, yeah. apparently having young children will calm a man down. Uh, and we can make fuckloads of money off yeah. that logo still. Shit, because yeah. that logo is still his mask. Cool as fuck. They put it on a t-shirt. They're still using his memory to this day. They have like the Ultimate Warrior Award and really? they're like these for? warriors against cancer things oh, right, selling okay. t-shirts with that logo and some, some cancer charity on there as well. To this day, still making money off that logo. But the man behind him, yeah, he was a fucking bigoted, homophobic... Uh, not a very nice person, to be honest with you. But he made Jim some Helby. weird cryptic remark before, literally, because mm. he, he was in it's the like ring. He predicted his own death. It's really yeah. weird, Mike. He, yeah, he was in the ring. He'd been mm. in the Hall of Fame. He came back. The music yeah. came on. Everyone went nuts. Because people like me and Gaz were in there who yeah. were in their 30s and still got the in shows. Who bought and a like, t-shirt oh, and a mask. <laughs> We'd remember that. The kids wouldn't. But yeah. it was all the older, older dudes making... It was all the dads making that noise. Yeah. And... Um, you know, he, get, and he, he did this speech and he was always very rambling in his speeches. Yeah. And this is, we will tie this to the Matrix because I have thought about this quite a bit. Obviously, the tattoos on my arm, I think of him fairly often. So this speech, Mike, he talks about how uh, a man one day will breathe his last breath and um, like his heart will beat its last beat. And he says, though, but if that man entertained and told stories, then those stories will pass on and the man will live on through those stories and through the people that tell them. Brilliant. Yeah. It was completely coherent for him, yeah. really, actually. Mm. Was, uh, in the Next day, ring. walking along, drops dead. Didn't, wow. he go, didn't he leave the ring and do it? No, it was next day. Ah, I heard he literally he no, left no, no, the no, ring, next day. got into the backstage area, killed no, over the Gordon Ambulance. It wasn't That's what quite I that quick, but it was the day after. Now, I've thought deeply about this. Well, fairly deeply. Did he, do you think, subconsciously 
So obviously not conscious, subconsciously know something wasn't right in Quite his possible. body. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That his they heart. They do say they do say that the uh, the mind has the power of a pocket calculator, mm-hmm. and the unconscious is mm. like a supercomputer. Yeah, that's apparently what controls us all yeah. the time. Yeah, so yeah. his subconscious mind knew mm. that his heart wasn't yeah. beating right, and so his conscious mind gave and this that sort of speech. Just put a little doubt into it's his like conscious mind. It's like a glitch mind. in the matrix, yeah. my kind of you know, like almost having a sense of his own destiny without yeah. knowing it, and um, really quite you know, um, and even though I've just said he wasn't a nice man and had some bad views, his death was still tragic because. You'd just seen for the two days previously at the awards shows and all that, him parading really proudly his two really young daughters. So, you know, sucks for yeah. them. But I just think it's, I think about that all the time. Like, he must somehow subconsciously knew, I think, that his heart wasn't. Or fine. maybe he had had some kind of warning because, let's face it, mm, wrestler in the late 80s, early 90s. Oh, they abused their bodies. They abused their bodies. There was painkillers, there was steroids. Was steroids. Yeah. There was, you know, and, and he'd seen a lot of his. Mm. His generation go down yeah. around him. Yes. Do you think true. maybe that he that was making that speech with the full intention of not living that much longer because he knew he was yeah. you know, older fifty mid fifties? I think so, fifty something. Yeah. Maybe he thought, mm. well, you know what, there ain't many that get past this, I'll make the speech now. Mm. And yeah, then it was no. just a, a, a thing a bad time a, 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 a cosmic joke in a way. Did any of you click on I didn't because I thought oh, I don't know how silly these are gonna be, but I saw a lot of on YouTube seven for example you know seven examples of glitches in the matrix real world did you click no, on it no um, I, I just watched the film and made the notes of a man right. who enjoys shit blowing because <laughs> you know there are people i don't know if we still want to really get into this how much you want to get into it but there are people like mr reich who do think maybe not that in the real world we're in pods but that we are living in a fucking constructed sort of mental prison yeah how much credence do you put on that a lot me too I think a lot because society and culture is everything you look mm. at North Korea yeah mm-hmm. what is the one thing you think you think how do them people believe the shit that they believe yeah I mean they have some really mm. daft stuff they have to believe I mean mm. and the whole stuff but um, the, the great leader the great leader and 18 holes in one and he invented mm. television and he's responsible for thunder and lightning poop. And he doesn't shit, and you know you oh. think, that, and and they yeah. have to go to his tomb one day a year. The John doesn't sh- take a yeah. shit because his body is that he's so perfect. His body mm. just sort of uses up so everything. Oh, but um, wow. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know they do have a day. They get they get issued that. a day a year. Every town gets a day a year. Mm. They go to the tomb. They are shipped there by bus. Mm. They have to go through, and when they get to his um, Lenin-style thing, he's, he's preserved, mm. open casket kind of thing. They have to cry. Oh yeah, and if you don't cry, if you don't cry, shot. no, you take you get mm. taken out, and you go back through again, and you have to cry. If you, you, know, you get taken like out. Stylist Russian. Yeah. When the last man uh, clapping, mm. they literally took the last person clapping away and killed him. Fuck it. Which is why when you see Stalin speeches, one day, they're all though. literally, they're all straight <laughs> up. It's <laughs> the fastest reaction you'll ever see. They clap until they've got bloody stumps. Yeah. <laughs> literally, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> one person oh, just falls down and drags around the head. Your hands gave way, you're out. Get out of it. Oh, oh, yeah, I mean, it's... 
So you think uh, about so North Korea, Korea North the way Korea. we look at North Korea. Yeah, yeah? go on. Now imagine an alien species mm-hmm. looking at the Western culture, which is meant to be mm-hmm. the best culture. Allegedly. allegedly. I, d- I didn't think we had to say allegedly this episode, uh, you know. Oh, don't be so <laughs> British, boys. <laughs> we fucking rule. Oh. Keep on rocking <laughs> in the free world. Jesus, do you remember that, that article I showed you last night of that, that white British patriot who was getting hassle for his tattoo? Boy, what's his what's tattoo that? say? I showed you last night. He's like, I'll get him and stick off oh, at the yeah. doctors and, and and people are giving me... I'm a white British patriot and I'm what's just getting... Stick. And he's got this really shit swastika. Oh, it's God. so shit that the fucking things are pointing the wrong... The little <laughs> point bits at the end of the arms are pointing the wrong way. So it's the peace And he's wearing... He's got it on his vision. upper arm... So he's wearing a vest to draw attention to it, and then he's moaning that he's getting shit about. You know, oh, I bet he's unemployed. Hey, oh. he's unemployed. I don't know. He? I couldn't find the original post. That was what pissed oh. me off. The name was Black Toe. It was just a picture. But, you know. So what was North the original Cor- question again? So yeah. North Korea. Hang on. Yeah. So Sorry, yeah, we're saying like are we in a mental prison uh, yeah. like the Matrix? So North Korea though. One day though, one of those crying old ladies is going to realise that she can bend reality with her will <laughs> and start kicking the fuck out of people <laughs> or not even kicking the fuck out of people she'll just Rosa Parks it <laughs> you know the lady who refused yeah, to yeah. the lady on the um, bus somebody you know one day is going to be the one who stands up with a machine gun <laughs> fight the power but yeah so are we yeah, I mean, so an alien race would look mm, at ours mm. so this alien race is, is total peaceful there's no no violence in their society, mm. nothing. Everybody's got the best health. Space hippies. Yeah. yeah. Mm. They've reached sort of perfection. They would look on us and think, you know, we are so Animals. fucking controlled and... Do you know what I mean? So the Pelagians showed up. Yeah. They'd love it. With us. Wouldn't yeah. they? Bagsy well, first. they'd be like, well, look at those unevolved bastards down the there. Pelagians are meant to be the, the good guys. That's what I mean, yeah. They, they say, oh, look at yeah. those unevolved fuckers down there. Yeah. And then let's have a space orgy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but we know how to throw a party. <laughs> There's a TV show I have seen, Shameless. Oh, yeah. So that got dull towards the end. Yeah, yeah, it did lose its shine, but yeah, and well, it's shame. So it's like my my thing is like I, I straight up. I am in like, a prison. culture in a society. Yeah, so everything you do mm. is based on the culture and society you live in, because that has been your input, hasn't it? It's mm. like you, yeah. So when we, when we blame people and, and admonish their opinion be, uh, for reading the Daily Mail or the Sun mm-hmm. and being a twat or a bigot or... We a, can or see the, the strings of control We, we can see where that's, their opinions yeah. are informed from. Yeah. Whereas we would consider ourselves freed because yeah. we don't believe what those people are telling no. us. Like, we know that they are the, 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 the puppet masters. Yeah. And... So we admon- we 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 run them down in a way. You're a fucking idiot. You believe Robot that shit. Spiders. Well, I don't, but some people do. I do tend to call someone an idiot with the Daily Mail. <laughs> no, you're I, never, I never. Idiot. Daily fucking Mail. You give I never attack the person. <laughs> I can't help it. Never attack the person because you've got to separate the person from the ideas because you'll never win otherwise. And here you go, Ben. If you want, we'll end it on a bit of a hippie high note. Blowing out somebody else's candle doesn't make yours burn any yeah. brighter. Oh, fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick that candle up that fucking Daily Mail of an ass is what I do. <laughs> on that note. On that note, oh, actually, join us for Matrix Part 2, yeah. um, where we find out that um, it's not also <coughs> peachy in the real world on the Nebuchadnezzar. No, it's not. 
Some, you might be sick. You might be. And and you may find out there's someone who's not very nice living amongst you. Oh, yeah. He's the right Lando. Yeah. He's the right Calrissian. So join us for that. I've yes. been Ben. Stay classy. I've been Gaz. Free Biff Tannen. I've been Mike. Peace out.